doctor reading that little line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. They are, you know, good they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. folks it's a friday it's a jihad day and uh hopefully hopefully i will be going uh one-on-one co-host with uh oh, that work on there <laughs> i didn't fix it uh ian copeland and the title will be amyloidosis and it's rolled in spike protein and why it shouldn't be transfecting it and uh let's see how they handle actual scientific data and someone that can push back now what i will what i'm going to do is i have to feed from my phone into my mixer and um, we were testing it last night it seemed somewhat okay maybe the people on the other end because of their connections and just using phones and what have you they might be a little on the quiet side but um i'm hoping i'm hoping that it should um it should work so his his thing is scheduled to start at um in approximately five minutes from now so uh, there right now um yes and of course because it's friday what well, i would uh please 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 if you're considering a dono that dono today goes to that tax evading blick 
Simon Phoenix, uh, so he can uh, run everything uh, in the background. And I might as well do the housekeeping as we've got a few minutes to uh, to spare. So I hope this is behaving. Yes. All right. So get that out the way and start with this. E. Uh, and uh, this one, Big Dick Coon from uh, Good Doggy, uh, Big Dick Power, yo. And if you've wandered in here and wondered who I am, that's me, uh, Dr. Kevin Ken. I am a real scientist, all published in metrics and shit, the whole nine yards. And if you're interested in seeing the work that I've done previously, then... Um, And I'll just preempt them real, real quick. Um, first paper amyloidogenic sequences in the spike. Yes. All right, so yeah, just a few more minutes to go. Uh, yes, so where was I? Um, yeah, research gate if you want to find out who I am, and uh, of course. In the information battle space, you need a trench, a forward operating base, and ours is McCann Dojo. And if you would like to uh, support the dog as he goes around and uh, schooling, schooling upper E, please consider a donation. And like I say, today it all goes to that tax evading blick, Simon Phoenix. Uh, there is a Stream Fags Gay Pal link. Um, if you receive the email, uh, the PayPal is in there. Let me just post it in the chat as well. I'll try and keep an eye on it. But what the doc really loves is the WTYL.live tip jar or the tools of your oppressors down there in the corner. That will take you to the same spot. And uh, all all manner of coupons accepted. I'm going to do... Oh, yeah, I was going to paste in this. What's Copeland's background? Um... Uh, bleak grievance race mongering um, with some genetics thrown in from what I can tell um, and uh, of course on this page uh, you can join the discord and you can be registered to be notified by email should you so wish and uh, you can watch the stream live there as well and of course, a uh, lot, a lot, or nearly everything that I make goes into make, making sure that we have uh, shit hot, shit hot metal in those server farms, in the trenches, so we can wage information warfare against the Lickspittles. Now, um, I still don't see it. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's putting 
Kev into the same blocks as flat earthers. <laughs> well, we'll see how that goes for him. And uh... <laughs> all right, so I'm just I'm literally just waiting on that. It says says one o'clock for me, and um... not started yet. course the phone that makes things very very noisy and run it's one o'clock copeland show some discipline what's on the agenda so uh amyloidosis and basically i'm going to claim that there are the, the same patterns of amyloidogenic peptides in the viral spike as there is in the vac spike and gene transfecting it would be a very very bad idea now um on, another message here Now, just uh, IRL stuff going um, on right now. Fetch space. Why? Why, why, why? Yes, unable to fetch space. So see also says set reminder. Thanks. So the audio isn't very clear on this Android. iPhone boo Android, yay. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> what up, Nicole? Oh goodness, hold on one second. My thing's going off. Wait, how do I mute this? Oh, bottom left. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go. sorry, I had to I had to scream at Alexa. <laughs> oh, all good. All good. Yeah, I wrote him where your boy Kevin at, man. <laughs> I don't know. He just he just mentioned me just now, like two seconds ago, so I don't know. Let me let me go poke him real quick. Yeah, we'll be crying, man. Like you get people to the stage and the mic, and they don't want to, uh, you know. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm here. Yeah. Nigga, 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 nigga. That shit is annoying. No, it's it, it's an app. Either way, you're, you, nobody's gonna do anything to you. Either way, I mean, it's a, it's an app. Jesus Christ, like come on. But if there are any flat earthers and or anti-vaxxers, we would love to hear how the Earth is flat. We would love to hear the the, the anti-vax shit. 
We would love to hear it. I don't know if we'll ever heard y'all in a minute. I, I would really love a flat earther, though. I mean, I found flat earthers to be interesting as hell, man. I would love for somebody to come up here and defend a flat earth perspective. That would be amazing. Like, I'm not even being facetious at this point. I would love for one of these people to come up here and defend a flat earth model. I mean, this shit is impossible. If there's one in here, I got one prompt for you of many. Explain equatorial weather patterns on a flat earth model. I would love to, I would love to hear that. The mental gymnastics would be fantastic. Bro, you scared them all off, man. It's still early. They'll they'll come through. They'll come through. Um, I just tagged I just tagged that Kevin guy um a second ago. Oh, but yeah, that's true. This, this, uh, what's up, Mandy? Let me scroll through the list real quick. See who's in in the room. I think you scared them off, man. Like that's a, they, like, <laughs> they don't ever want to come up anymore. <laughs> Oh, I, I mean, I just, I just ask them. It's not even about the opposition. Like, it's not even the opposition that gets me. Like, who asked them each other very up. pointed, <laughs> straightforward question that they refuse to answer? Does he speak English? Nah, he speaks. Nigga, 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 like, nigga, like, nigga. okay, the Earth is flat. How do you explain equatorial weather patterns? Here's the answer. Well, Doctor Copeland, you see, the flat Earth is a spiritual radio representation of the world as we know. I didn't ask you all that shit, bro. I just asked you to explain equatorial weather patterns on the flat earth model. Because on the flat earth, there's no fucking equator. So can you just explain how this works? Well, I just, that shit be getting on my nerves, bro. I can't stand it. Like, even if I, I disagree with you, I will still listen, but you can't be, that floundering shit just gets under my skin, yo. Yeah, I feel you. They'll, they'll immediately start, like, this whole Poetry rendition. <laughs> they talk for so long without saying anything, bro. <laughs> it's been a while, but yeah. Let, let me, oh, I, there's a request. Let me see what that is. It's El, I just got it's El Chivo. El Chivo, please go ahead. B- bottom left for you uh, to activate your mic, El Chivo. El Chivo. No, no, you're already on the stage. Just bottom left on the mic, and you can talk. Hello. What what's what's going on? Is, you don't know where your mic is at? Just bottom left on the microphone, but you just hit it, you can talk. All right, okay, so are you gonna are you gonna say something? <sighs> Maybe El Chivo's having some technical difficulties. How about you you put a comment? Tell us what's going on with your yeah, un- unable to touch the space. All right, I'll try with blue stacks. Let's oh, just see me. how this goes. Whew. I guess while we're waiting on El Chivo, we can try to get somebody else up here. Come on, flat earthers. Come on, don't be scared. I know y'all are in here. Come on, I literally know y'all are in here. There's at least one in here. Come on, you don't have what, what we're on here. What we're waiting. Here's, here's a serious question if you're free, if you can't defend a position, then why do you have it? Let's try that. I mean, I think it was a fantastic question, right? Like, and I, I also said this on Clubhouse. I was like, man, for some of you people, for, for some of you folks on here, like making these types of arguments, you get either really offended, you get really like hesitant, 
cowardly, something when it comes to defending your position. If I have a position that I could support, I, I would be happy. I would be like, oh, well, yes, Dr. Copeland, here's my explanation and here's the evidence for it. I, I would be ecstatic. <laughs> but instead, we get the, the opposite reaction, right? Especially with, you know, the anti-black folks as well. They just, um, they're offended that you even will, you know, bring up the fact that their ideas don't hold any weight whatsoever. No, I, I definitely agree, bro. I just, I just don't understand, like, the premise of not being able or being unwilling to defend the point. If I said, I, watch this, the earth is round. The earth is round, and I can prove it right now. Let me see. GPS, GPS technology is based on the idea that earth is round. We use satellites. And this is unclassified information. This is just, like, the way it works. We use satellites. Everybody in every country in the world use satellites to monitor other countries and monitor ground positions, and we have to wait for the satellites to come in orbit because it's, they're orbiting around a circular object. If the ship was flat, we could just see it all times, right? You go up high enough, you would just be able to see the whole Earth at any given time. Like, it would just be, you wouldn't have this, like, black window, like, like you wouldn't have, like, zero dark. It wouldn't happen because the fucking satellite would be up in the sky and looking on a pizza dish, and you're a 1,000 feet up, you can see everything. Yeah, I can listen to any I, other... I don't understand how you could, how you could argue mm. that. I mean, people use fucking Google Earth. If satellites don't exist, then how do we get images from Google Earth of your house from the top? How does that work? But that shit is kind of crazy. That, that's, a, that's a really good question. I know I, I, um, I posted a link to the top really quickly. Um, it was just like a little um, study where they looked at um, communication on Twitter, actually. And what they found was these clusters of people. And um, basically, if you were a flat earther, you were more likely to be clustered with anti-vaxxers. And you're more likely to be clustered with people that believe in chemtrails and, you know, shape-shifting transhumanist reptiles and Pizzagate and cl climate change denial and so on and so forth. So that, that link to the top, if, if anybody wants to check it out, um, uh, you can see how like some of these ideas that may seem innocuous and that don't really matter, like flat earth, like, you know, like nobody's going to die. But you can see how this, that thought process leaks over into other things that could become important, like, you know, the anti-vax position. So I uh, post it to the top. And I 100% agree with that, Rohan, because... You know, a lot of a lot of the anti vaxxers will get upset and say, How dare you liken me to a flat earther? Flat earthers are ridiculous. And as you just said, they're not they're not. I mean, it's the same logic. The the logic boils down to as follows. I can have an opinion without having evidence that supports the opinion. I can have an opinion about something in that's going on in the real world that I can clearly observe, like, for example, equatorial weather patterns. I can observe equatorial weather patterns and have no evidence as to how they could occur unless the earth is spherical or a spheroid of some type, right? That's on a tilt. If the earth is a circular object on a tilt, then a lot of shit makes sense. Equatorial weather patterns make sense. The North and South Pole makes sense, right? The rays of the sun is taking longer to get to the top of the ship than it is to get to the curve part that's closer to the sun. Makes complete sense, right? People's skin tones make sense. 
People that live in the equatorial regions tend to have darker skin than people that don't. Why? Because they're getting the direct rays from the sun. They had to have a protective mechanism to protect their skin, uh, uh, the, the DNA in their skin cells from radiation damage. Makes complete sense. Melanation occurs. Not rocket science. You don't even have to be like a, a, a fucking doctor or geneticist to understand that point. That's a very simple and reasonable point. I can go on and on and on and on. Just off of that one thing, equatorial weather patterns. I can talk about it until we get blue in the face because there's evidence for it. If you don't have evidence for it that doesn't involve that, the onus is upon you to provide some evidence to know equatorial weather patterns that we observe that you can't say they don't occur because they do at the equator happen for a different reason other than the fact that the earth is spherical and is on an axis on a tilt. I mean, Jesus Christ, you, you have to have some thought and some evidence. If you don't have any, then you can just make up anything and it's fine. I, I, I'll, I'll land with that. Let, let's go to Dr. Uh, Dr. Natalia. Dr. Natalia, what's happening? Hey, um, it's actually very interesting what you guys started talking about today is, uh, uh, when you started talking about flood ursers. I just finished uh, reading the book uh, on QAnon, and uh, the book is called uh, Trust the Plan, and I think it came out earlier this year. And actually, it's uh, it goes through the Pizzagate and through beliefs that um, you know QAnon movement has had, and actually um, the flat Earth, the anti-vaccine movement. And I think when you're talking about uh, facts, what is fascinating, um, like you say, I don't understand. There is a fact. I don't think facts matter to them. This is where it's like this is where it's like fascinating how fascinating what they believe without having any. Basis for what they believe, and it's it's just you know like they wholeheartedly believe in this global conspiracy theories, and actually the book was talking about how you know FBI is not prepared to deal with like conspiracy theorists, how physicians like mental health specialists are not prepared to deal with conspiracy theorists, how um, politicians, legislatures not prepared to deal with conspiracy theorists, but uh, there were cases of families struggling, family bringing their loved ones to you know uh, counseling and the counselors don't know what to advise because it's uh, how how do you deal with the conspiracy theories right so and and the same thing is uh, basically families are being broken because of somebody's beliefs and uh, there is research and they, they were bringing up research in a book where they were talking about um, how hard it is to bring a person out of conspiracy theorists like flat earths and anti-vaccine movements and uh you know children blood and whatever like the whole pizza gate the adrenochrome and all that stuff and they basically the more you um contradict them with facts the more they believe in in their conspiracy or i'll try i just eating Fucking irritating. Sorry, folks. Technical glitches. What can I say? 
I'm unable to fetch space. But that's what it says. It's the same as same as what I'm seeing here when I use blue stacks. Um I've got no way of hooking in the the microphone. What about what about if I start? Um, okay, so I have a space started. Um, someone needs to get into that room and tell them that uh, I just can't join. I've started a space if they want to join um, to have the discussion. We can do it that way. Um, otherwise, I don't, know, I, I don't know how else to get in there. All three options are showing um, unable to fetch space. So... Maybe someone in there's got me blocked or banned or something. I don't know. So let's do this again. I need someone to get in there and give them a message. this curved and it's sloping down i was like yep that makes a lot of sense but i was like cool bet let's look at this thing and he, he, he's doing the experiment he's like i can't see it he said hold your light up really really high the other he's talking to the other guy on the walkie talkie and as soon as he does you can see the light they just proved the earth was curved and he said interesting like they proved they just proved them, them, their own i need someone to get into their which space is, which is what science is go up to the so mic and it's tell just them. interesting that and i, I land a plane and go to asap they have they have already disproved their own bullshit, right? 
They've been spelling their own faults and they just proved it. And now they're like, well, that wasn't right because blah, blah, blah. It's bullshit. There's no, there's no evidence to it. Uh, uh, ASAP, please go ahead. Can't hear you. you can't hear you. You're going to have to stop you know, with, with the mo- voice mod. Can't hear you. We could not understand you. You have the voice mod on. Just cut the voice <laughs> mod off. We can't hear you. He's a flirt. Yeah, just cut the voice mod off, bro. You don't have to be scared on the internet, bro. Nobody knows who you are, bro. Just just talking your regular voice that your mom gave you. Let's, let's, let's get the show on the road. Sorry, brother. I did not know how to turn it off. <laughs> get over yourself. Um, Kevin can't get into the space, so he can, oh, you can join his. I think some of you got no, I'm straight. So I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm straight. If, if Kevin wants to come to me with his mush mouth, he can come over here with his mush mouth. He doesn't want to talk. I'm not coming in there with, with, with Kevin, the broke racist that lives in his mom's basin, basement in Japan. I'm straight. <laughs> but thanks, though. What are you, a fucking butler or something? <laughs> well, I'm glad you feel that way. I mean, bro, like, he's a grown man. Like, no funny shit. He's a grown man, bro. Like, why are you... Why are you holding an, another grown man's cup, bro? He's got two hands. He can hold it himself. Why are you carrying his pail like that? It's kind of weird. It's like he's a he's an adult. He he has like fifty burners. So see, like I'm not, bro, I'm not dumb, bro. Like he has fifty burners. If he really wanted to come in here, he could get in here, bro. But let, <laughs> let, let's cut the shit. Whatever you say. Hey, Asa, Ooh, what's the you. issue with using uh, TEM for graphene oxide? Can you can you? To elaborate on any potential issues you might run into? You know, I'm not going to glorify that conversation, to be honest with you. Oh, because you don't know you don't know enough to have a conversation. That's why you want to no, glorify it. You don't know shit. To talk about TEM, but this guy, this guy wants to disrupt and go down. No, the road. Yo, I asked hold you on, about hold this hold before on, you couldn't on, answer the question. Hold on, hold on. Why not just answer it? But but to be fair. I, I talk shit I, to you, I, to be I, fair. I'm resetting everything. Turning the PCs off, turning the phones off. And we'll see if we get again. I'll <laughs> so restart the stream. Use a TEM so. to detect graphene oxide in the vaccines. I don't know what I don't know what the question so is. So here's the thing. Graphene oxide and graphene is transparent to TEM because you know what TEM does? Is it's giving you a cross section of a material. And the issue with graphene is that it is one carbon atom thick. So you like the, the, the gra- like the whole reason you use graphene oxide to begin with is because it's conductive as a substrate and you can in order for electron microscopy to work in order to get an electron well, beam it has to be conductive there i'm going to stop you there in cryo em uh, the grids you can very clearly see the graphene oxide i mean i'm sorry you can not in, cry- in cryo tem you might be able to see a little bit of fuzziness but you won't be able to get any kind of definition or recognize I'm not you're getting atomic resolution here bud but you can see oh, hold on hold on hold on this is very simple this is a very simple answer to this i'm not a chemist right so it's a very simple answer to this asap can you provide any level anywhere on the earth of a peer-reviewed journal where somebody has published it using that method that they have in fact detected graphene oxide in the vaccine can you do that in, anywhere it could be in japanese but i don't care anywhere on the earth no because i'm not claiming there's vac- there's graphene oxide in the vaccines i'm saying there's not so okay like you're trying to say that you can use graphene oxide to see or you, excuse me you can use cryo tem to see graphene oxide in a vaccine is what you're telling me 
that I think it's because Ian has me blocked for DMs. So someone needs to get in there and tell him to remove the block. I can see other spaces and join and I can start my own space. So um, I, I think it's there and see, I'll bring it up right. Excuse me. So just to show, I can join at any space. Uh, yeah. This one, connecting, start listening. Sound. Do it through. Do it through my phone. I'll connect to one through my phone. But tell him, tell him it's because he's got me blocked, I think.
meantime, we'll listen. Explain the difference between the EUA approval process and the regular e, uh, process right now. Go ahead, explain. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm not going to go through the, the No, 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 no. I don't actually know. You can. The I know you don't. Details. I know you I'm don't. I know you don't know. That's I know you don't know. That's the problem. See, see, no, this is real. This is, this is not even me having an opinion. I want you to think about how what we, you're trying how to tell we let some other people jump in here? No, 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 no. You in the hot seat. They, That's fine. I can step out of the hot seat real quick. I'm no, no, no. I know, because, I, I know because it's getting hot in this motherfucker, right? I know because it's getting hot up in this bitch, right? Because I'm asking you questions you don't have answers for. I'm asking you, you have stated that one You're of the problems... You're doing a masterful job steering the conversation. It's, I'm not it's, steering the conversation. No, 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 no. Good. I'm literally asking you questions based of what you have told me. It's not like I'm just bringing shit out of thin air. You have said three separate times on recording... That one of the problems that you have is this is an EUA product that has an unsafe profile because you argue without any evidence to it that there are issues with the manufacturing process. I have heard the concern that you have stated, and I've asked you a question in response. I asked you to explain the difference between an EUA process and a regular process, and you said you don't exactly know. So here's my follow-up question to that dumb shit. If you don't know the fucking difference, then how do you have an argument? <laughs> do you know the difference? Explain. Yes, the I difference. do. Yes, I do. The difference is very simple. It's a matter of paperwork, and it's a matter of you being able to do different phases conjoined consecutively. Ninety percent of the influence. Now, don't so say no. Who, fuck who that. that. Don't say no. Stop. Who's don't not say the... exactly. Don't say exactly because you didn't know. Because I asked you, and you couldn't tell me. So that's some bullshit. Don't say exactly like you knew what the fuck I was talking about. Because I already asked you to give it to me. You didn't give it to me. So don't say exactly. Oh, yeah. You didn't know. I asked you. Nigga, 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 nigga. I time to respond, and you said you didn't exactly know. So you come on the stage and you said, hey, I have a problem with the vaccine, but I can't explain the mechanism of action that would make it dangerous. I have no clinical data to show that it's dangerous. And then we're presented with the fact that there are millions of study participants that show that Relatively speaking, which is for any agent, any therapeutic, any medical device, anything ever, it is relatively safe and effective. Your response to that is, well, I don't need data to think to the contrary of what the data has shown. That is the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. That, that, whether, it doesn't matter what we're talking about. We could be talking about baking a cake. If you have no evidence that the cake is fucked up, then why are you, why are you arguing? I, I'm going to let somebody else go. I'm sure Dr. Kamatsu had a little response to that. Dr. Kamatsu, I didn't mean to cut across you. I guess got a little annoyed. Let's go to Dr. Kamatsu, and then we'll go to uh, Marsh Ray, followed by it Dr. Was, it was Peck. L's next. Okay. Um, no, but L, no, but go ahead, go ahead, Dr. I think L's having some L, are you here back? Uh, he was having some issues before. Some mic issues. L, Chivo, do you have mic issues? Yeah, no, so, I'm, I'm good. I'm good now. <laughs> Okay, okay, tell you what, Dr. Kamatsu, bear with me because L was here, but he was having a mic issue. Let's go to L and then we'll go to Dr. Kamatsu, followed by Marsh and then Dr. Keck in that order. Go ahead, L. I'll see what's on you. 
Hey, no, I just want to jump back into the whole flat earth conversation. You were bringing up that documentary beyond the curve. So in the flat earth mentality, they believe that that documentary is some sort of, um, uh, propaganda that Netflix created to make flag earth, flat earth just seem stupid. So they totally dismiss that documentary and see it as some, some sort of conspiracy theory to make flat earth just appear dumb when they're really not. But when you ask them for the most basic proof of any flat earth um, possibility, all they can do is try to debunk the globe model using very poor attempts um, of them not understanding how it works. So when you ask them for a, a flat earth map, they can't provide one. <laughs> That's like number one, the most basic thing. They believe in this whole concept so wholeheartedly, but they don't have a working flat earth model or a map that displays the countries in the correct sizes or the distances in between them. So it's just a lot of, of just them, you know, misunderstanding how everything works. And uh, that doesn't surprise me why most of them are anti-vaxxers. <laughs> so, that's all I had to say. Well, El Chivo, definitely appreciate it, bro. And I, and I definitely agree with you. Because, uh, again, that's not my real area of expertise, the whole anti- or the flat earth thing, but I've heard enough of it. Rohan, I think, is actually a better expert. He, he talks to him all the goddamn time. But oh, that's really? one thing that people... Oh yeah, he talks to them all the time, man. He loves he loves them flat earthers, bro. But but one thing that that is true, and and there was a geologist, uh, Rohan. I don't know if you remember that guy's name. Black geologist we had in, in Clubhouse a few months back. He he would do the, the the flat earth rooms, but he talked about the same thing you said, which is the inconsistency of a model. They have to have different models for different phenomena. So they have one model to explain equatorial weather patterns. They have another model to explain the ice wall. They have another model to explain why, why you can't see the, the backside of the moon, even though the shit's supposed to be a flat disk, we should be able to see behind the motherfucker. Like, they got 50 models, and they have to have 50, 50 different models because each scenario breaks by, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's not a model if every time you throw some at it, it breaks. That's not a model. If you if you throw one thing at a model and the whole house of cars comes down, it's just not, it's not a model. You can't call it a model. That's not what it is. Yeah, I agree completely because most of them believe that the moon gives its own light. They believe it's some sort of plasma. But how can something that's its own light source have shadows when you look at it? Because when you look at the moon, yeah, right. You see the craters, you see the mountains, you see the valleys, and there's there's shadows in them. So how can it be its own light when there's shadows being casted on it? Doesn't make any sense. You know, I, I agree, and then you have to you have to explain solar eclipses. You have to explain lunar eclipses, and my favorite is the equatorial weather patterns, because they will just I mean to watch a, a flat earther. Try to explain an equatorial weather pattern is just, it, 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 I mean, it, it, it's like watching a dog lick peanut butter, bro. The shit is hilarious. Like, I mean, they literally will bend over. They will say the sun is not hot. I've well, heard they that. think the moon gives out cold light, first of all. Right. And which then they say which the sun... breaks one of the, the laws of thermodynamics because energy, because light gives energy. It doesn't take away energy. So well, they don't believe it. They don't believe in thermodynamics. They don't believe in theory of relativity. They don't believe in gravity. They don't believe in inertia. They don't. They, they believe that they don't believe in gravity either or inertia. They believe in electro. What is Electrostatic. it? Electrostatics. So it's bullshit. Like everything is like statically clinging to. It's it's stupid. It doesn't make any. It doesn't make a shred of sense. Like and then you, then you throw you talk about the Coriolis effect. Like you you talk about. Oh, they don't believe in that. 
that, I mean, right, which is ridiculous. I mean, Jesus Christ, naval ships literally account for the curvature of the earth when they're firing naval guns. Like, the, what the fuck are we talking about? Like, well, like they're so they're so dependent into this whole thing that they don't believe. You know, if you look at a radar, if you look at a hurricane, in the northern hemisphere, the hurricanes rotate counterclockwise, but below the equator, and you know, in the southern hemisphere, they rotate clockwise. So they believe they're so in depth into this belief that they believe that the, when you look at a radar of a hurricane, it's fake. <laughs> that's that's and I, I know Rohan has said that before. Uh, LG, I appreciate you, bro. Let us uh, stick around. L let me go to Dr. Kamatsu and then we'll we'll pass the mic around. I appreciate that, bro. That was that was that was dope. Uh, Dr. Kamatsu, please go ahead. Thanks for being patient, man. Really appreciate it. I know where's Dr. Copeland now, and uh, uh, you raised some good points, as did uh, Ochivo. Uh, that was, those those were also good points as well. Um, ASAP. Uh, so I mean, when when I uh, was when I was mentioning how cryo EM that he was talking about, uh, that your friend Kevin was talking about, was not an ideal method for detecting. Uh, it, it was not an ideal method for detecting graphene oxide nanoparticles in the vaccines. Um, and you just first you disputed whether or not he said that he used cryo EM at all. And then when then you came back and and said that I w that he did not say cryo TEM, you for whatever reason assumed I was referring to cryo TEM. Is there a reason? I believe there was a there was a question for ASAP. Uh, Dr. Kamansu is asking you a question uh, to provide clarity to a statement that you have made. He, I don't think he wants to talk anymore, Dr. Kamatsu. If, if I took an ass woman, he just got up and want to talk either. Is there, okay, ASAP, is there, um, uh, do you understand what the role of graphene oxide is, like in in a lot of uh, cryo, cryo EM methods? Like, why is it used? Can you explain that? Another question that will likely go on to answer Dr. Kamatsu because he does not have the knowledge to answer it, unfortunately. And he's displayed that several times by making points that he has no data to and asking that we go to somebody else to get him out of the hot seat. See, when, when somebody got you in the hot oh, seat, bro. Someone talking yeah. to me. I oh, yeah. For a bit. No, yeah. No, Dr. Kamatsu asked you several questions and you heard him because, see, you didn't come off the mic I started talking that shit. See, he, 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 I just don't understand why y'all do this, bro. Dr. Kamatsu, can you please restate the questions that he heard? He heard the damn questions. Can so you I'm please on another stream? You know, you can. <laughs> can you please succinctly, Dr. Kamatsu, if you can, just just give him the two questions again, and and hopefully he'll he'll attempt to answer. He's probably trying to Google them shits real quick. Uh, either yeah, he's he's probably googling it and he's probably sending it to Kevin's stream. So all right, uh, I'll try and speak up so you, so Kevin can hear me. Um, so uh, again, can you? Can you tell me uh, why you, when I, when first you disputed whether or not uh, Kevin used cryo EM, but then when you acknowledged he did, you assumed that I was referring to cryo TEM. Why did you assume that? Um, I, th I think it was the language you referred to electron microscopy. Like not, language not such a, as? I'm, I'm not sure why I'm on trial here. <laughs> language such as? I, I don't remember this is so a week again why am I what what, what is the purpose of this uh, because okay because first of all you pretend like you knew what cry what I was even talking about or how cryo EM works 
And it's the more we go through with this, it's becoming kind of clear that you don't. Like, do you even know what why graphene oxide is used in a lot of cryo EM methods? Yes, graphene oxide is uh, on your grid. You have your you have carbon. You have a carbon grid, and then gold grid. You'll have a layer of, of graphene oxide, which is mostly transparent. You're right, and that's you know it's it's sufficient to so, okay to right there provide, provide support for the macromolecules. So you just disputed me a second ago when I said it's transparent. Okay. And so we, well, it's partially, it's not, it's not completely, it transparent. Is trans, it's transparent enough you that can you wouldn't be able holes. to tell what see. it is. Just so if by, I, if I, if I, would you be my, able, so like you're telling me hand and I put it, I can see where the, where the graphene oxide has, has where the, where there's graphene. You can see a slightly shaded region compared to some of the un uncovered regions. You can still like, see things. <laughs> you don't, you can't exactly tell what it is just by seeing that. Right. Like you would need I some mean, other I kind of characterization technique. What, what are hold you doing? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, I muted both of y'all because we can't hear both of y'all talking at the same time. Dr. Kamatsu will be, will, you know, you're going to let him, uh, Dr. Kamatsu finish and then you'll be able to respond. But I actually have a question. Maybe this will help guide the conversation a little bit. Um, and, and I think the answer to this question is no, but I'll ask him because I'm a geneticist, not a chemist. Is the argument that you can, there are other things that are transparent in the world. So let's say you took a vaccine and you put it on this, you know, you use this methodology to, to look at it or whatever. If the argument is that it's graphene oxide because it's transparent, it's a pretty fucking stupid argument, right? Because there are other things that are transparent. Or, or am I just an idiot? <laughs> this complete conversation, this entire rabbit hole is worthless. This is a derailment tactic. Just answer the question. So you know what you're doing is a derailment. I actually asked a very reasonable question. If the argument is that graphene oxide is transparent, let's say for the sake of the argument that it is. It's partially transparent. Okay, fine, fair enough. Partially transparent. If there was something else that was partially transparent on the fucking grid or whatever it is, how what? could you tell? How could you tell that it was graphene oxide and not something else? That's what I'm asking you right now. Morphology. Okay, so, okay, okay. So I'm glad you said that. Even I know that's bullshit. I'm not a chemist. Yeah, so TTM, okay. you don't really tell morphologies with yeah, those, TTM. You use uh, FDM for that. Can, yeah. Those watching. So, like, that's how I know you're not, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, even though you tried to pretend yeah, you did. Look, I'm, more, funny, okay, I'm not even a, I'm not no funny shit. I'm not even a chemist. You know, I'm taking a lot of chemistry, can, but I'm not a chemist. On. I'm going to step down to speak. Oh, okay, okay. Like I was saying, I'm not even a chemist. I took a lot of fucking chemistry undergrad. I'm not a chemist. Even I know that's bullshit. You're not about to fucking tell me you can just eyeball some shit and tell me what it is. That, 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 that doesn't even make sense. I'm not saying you can tell exactly what it is. Again, then, then, you're, then, you're wait, 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 wait. around then why? No, I'm this not spinning anything. Worthless. I'm what not are, spinning what are anything. Arguing about here? I'm not spinning anything. I'm not spinning anything. I've asked you a question. You've given me an answer, and the conclusion is bullshit. I, I, I'm not spinning anything. Bro, your whole argument is that, well, well, I, you know, you would just be right, and we would just be wrong. But you can't show that that shit don't exist. And if it does exist, I'll give you the same offer I just gave you 30 minutes ago. Hey, uh, whatever your name. Oh, he left. That's fine. That's fine. He left. And, and see, that, bro, that's what's going to happen every single fucking time. Like, no matter how you talk to these people, they're going to just run. They're going to just run. They're going to just run away. Right now, as we speak, he's going to Kevin, the, the, the meth mouth. Right? He's going to stream our space so drive balls off. Nigga, 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 nigga. He's going to drive balls off and pop his balls in his mouth. That's what he's going to do right now. 
Right? As Carbon would say, suck my salty balls. That's what he's doing right now. Right? It's it, it, it doesn't make any sense, bro. It's so stupid. If you have an argument, you can make the argument, but you gotta make it with some data. You just can't say, I don't need data to make the argument. I can just make the argument. That's stupid. Which is why we're in the room. Uh uh let's go to um let's go to Marsh and then we'll go to Doc Cat. Hey everybody, I've really been enjoying hearing this like incredibly specific hard science conversation about this uh, very uh, kind of obscure and uh, you know aspect of microscopy that I don't ordinarily get to hear about. I've, I've been loving it, but I, I want to take issue with something you said, uh, Dr. Ian, that um, you said that there had been uh, millions of patient observations for effects of the vaccine, and I think that's incorrect. There, there have been billions of doses of the uh, mRNA vaccines administered with uh, substantial follow-up in many uh, countries around the world. So, I mean, this is one of the most widely studied drugs of all human history at this point. Um, so you've got to quit underselling it. But I, I do love going to the flat earth uh, spaces. I enjoy talking to those people. And I will say that um, they are generally are, are much nicer people than the globe heads who come to try to win easy arguments against them. Uh, I, I object to calling them dumb as you have in the title. I think these are, these are people who have um, received different information about the world and arrived at, at different conclusions. Um, and that's a, a thing that all us, us humans uh, do is, is derive conclusions from limited information about the world. And we shouldn't judge each other too much, uh, even if we, uh, you know, have, have good reasons to, to disagree. Um, I, I enjoy uh, talking to people in those spaces. And uh, I, I enjoy arguing with people who come in and argue the globe model badly. Um, there's, it, that's, um, you know, I, we have some really interesting physics discussions. And, you know, I, I hear what you're saying about, you know, not believing in gravity uh, or, uh, you know, believing it's electrostatic forces instead. I've, I've had these conversations. They're, they're interesting and, and kind of weird. Uh, but, you know, sometimes at the bottom of them, there's a, a genuine love to try to understand science and understand our, our world. Um, and, uh, you know, some people have got trust issues. And it's maybe thought of as a, as, as a group. Uh, for people who know for sure that, that they've been lied to, that they've been uh, taken advantage of, that they've um, been they, they've not gotten a fair deal, and, and the world is gaslighting them. And if somebody in a position of authority says the world is round, they're pretty darn sure the world is flat. Um, and, and maybe it's a self-protective mechanism. But uh, you know, that, that's all I have to say. Is I. Um, have enjoyed my interactions with the, the flat earth people. So your first critique of billions, I'll actually take that. That's a valid critique. Now, of course, that's not 
as organized as we're talking about in the actual trials and beyond. But if we just talking strictly observational, I would agree. I was speaking more to like actual follow-up from the actual extension of the clinical trial itself, right? Which is different. But well, well, globally, I agree, right? I mean, VARES is, is recording. Well, no, no, no. That's not what VARES is. No, that's not. No, that's not what VARES is. No, that's not what. That's wrong. Now, see, now you're just incorrect. That's not right. VARES are unsubstantiated reports that literally cannot be taken to have clinical value. They're unsubstantiated reports. Like, even as a person who supports the vaccine, because the data tells me to support it, that you can't use VARES for that purpose. So I'm saying, like, sure. now, observationally. It has extreme biases in both directions at, at, at times. It's not even by having extreme biases. It's literally not designed for that. Like, if you took VARES data and attempted to utilize it to draw a clinical conclusion, you would literally be, like, 100% wrong because there's no, it's not a clinical cohort. It has no inclusion or exclusion criteria whatsoever. There is no verification whatsoever of these reports. You could go to VAERS right now and say the vaccine turned me into Wolverine, and, and they would enter it. That's, they, there's literally no prerequisite. That's true, but and it's that's not, not problem. useless either. That's all I can tell I didn't say it was. No, no, I didn't say useless. it was. It's very useful. It's very useful for epidemiologists to focus their efforts on actual side effects that do occur. I think it's extremely useful for what it's designed to do, which is to give the scientists and the medical professionals a place to look so they could do their work. That happened with women with menstrual cycles. That happened with myocarditis. These are all valid concerns that were, were signaling bears and other reporting systems that were investigated. So I, it's not useless. It's just one of those things where for or against, I would not use bears as a positive or negative to support the efficacy and safety of vaccine. I just wouldn't do it. I don't think it's appropriate. But 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 I do accept the billions piece. I do accept that's a valid particular thing. What you said was valid. To the to the flat earthers piece, I'm gonna just flat out disagree. And you're entitled to your opinion. That's fine. I disagree. I, I'm not here for the, an interesting conversation because that same logic leads to racism. That same logic leads to transphobia. Yeah. That's nigga, 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 nigga. The flat earth shit is kind of harmless, but the logic, or rather the illogical nature that they're employing to get to these conclusions is fucked up, right? If you're telling me that, not you as in you, but you as in a, a flat earther, if a flat earther is telling me that gravity does not exist, that's a problem. Like, that's a fundamental problem because they have no evidence that gravity doesn't exist. So that means they're out here making decisions with no, with no evidence, which is a problem. That's, that's literally what racism is. I don't need any evidence to suggest that you're a person that would do X, Y, Z. Because you are black, I know you would do X, Y, Z without any evidence to the to the point. That's literally what it is. But we all thought we understood gravity until... But, but, no, but, but wait, I, I want to add one more thing real quick, real quick, just real quick. Um... They're beyond dumb. Like, and you're saying, like, you shouldn't call them dumb. They are beyond dumb. Dumb is a compliment, right? Because these folks, they believe, and, and the reason why I, 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 I feel so strongly about this, they, they believe that there's this worldwide conspiracy driven by the global elites to fool them. Now, now think about where that leads you. They creep into these anti-Semitic tropes. They do that. I've, I've been in rooms with them a lot. <laughs> Drew is on stage a lot. They argue that space isn't real. They argue that gravity doesn't exist. They argue that there's a dome over the sky. And they use that same magical thinking to apply to COVID. They argue that viruses aren't real. They make these unfounded, irrational, 
on the reasonable, illogical arguments, and then they apply it to other areas of their life. Why do they do that? That impact. Hold on, hold on, bro. You, you. I don't think you know the rules of the room, but you, you don't get to interrupt me. And they apply this stuff to other areas of their lives. So I can go into the flat Earth room, and they talk about flat Earth. Then they just change the title of the room. The same people, they will talk about all the anti-vax bullshit. They change the title of the room. The same people. I know they're talking about why um, Pizzagate was a reasonable response to this conspiracy about children in a, in a pizza shop in D.C. and why this guy went in there with an AR-15 and shot up the place. And that was a reasonable response because it's, it's a child abuse center, a place I used to go to all the time. Bro, you cannot, you will not. Kitty Diddler confirmed. Like, like, kind of like brush over the, these folks because trust me, I know them really, really well. I talk to them almost every single day and they are dumb. I, and there, there's no question about it. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I, I, no, I and, and Mark, wait, no, no, it, no, no, it's not a problem. No, uh, Mark, wait and take 30 seconds if you want to respond to Ron because I do want to get to Doc Keck uh, because I know he, I know he's also one of uh, uh, Kevin's lap buddies. So I always like to get the lap buddies in here. You know what I'm saying? I know you like to grind on Kevin all day long. So Mark, you just take 30 seconds. Yeah, we'll, quick, we'll get to Doc Keck. Apologies for interrupting. I was just trying to kind of encourage uh, thinking along these lines that you were going like, you know, we should ask ourselves, why, why do people systematically think that there's a conspiracy? We know that there's a certain percentage of the population's brains are just wired to believe that there is a global connection be between all observed phenomena. Um, I only have a few seconds, but thank you. I've enjoyed talking to uh, well, tonight, I personally have not seen the, the QAnon Pizza Gate theory. That has that discussion has not occurred in my presence, and if it had, I would have had some words to say about that. But thank you all. Uh, it's good talking to everybody. No, no, all good, man. You stick around. We'll probably circle back around to you. It's a small room. Appreciate your thoughts. Yeah, uh, appreciate, appreciate it. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. Let, let's go to Doc Keck. Oh shit, Doc Keck. Please go. Please go ahead. Our honored guest. Please go ahead. Please do. Oh, cheers, cheers. Well, I think I'm uh, I'm gonna help you answer like the fundamental question: why anti-vaxxers are so racist and dumb is because they fundamentally deny reality. You know, they they can't even acknowledge the existence of COVID itself, which caused the public health emergency to be. to the ACE protein, how it causes mitochondrial dysfunction and, you know, a downregulation of the production of the ACE2 receptor itself, which causes an inflammatory response. Then you have a, you know, uh, induction of the uh, furin cleavage site, which uh, itself is an MSH3 class of a gene for hermansky pud like syndrome, which is then expressed on the S1 subunit and can bind to AVB3 integrin on platelets, causing, you know, phylopodia formation uh, in the fibrin, which is what causes the clots, you know, and, and down, and like, these are things that are serious mm -hmm. and are being caused by the spike protein and, and uh -huh. anti-vaxxers for some reason, they just, they uh -huh. can't see it within themselves so, to acknowledge the biological know, reality of what's I, being caused. I know that you're an anti-vaxxer. I just read your Twitter. You're not slick, bro. I mean, do you, do y'all think, I mean, bro, 
What, it's man? Like, I'm, I'm explaining the seriousness of COVID. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. We're going to go one step at a time. We're going to see. All the rules. We're going to go one. No, no. I am the lead mod. You don't tell me what the fuck All the rules, goofball. Oh, there he is. Yeah, look. Oh, I'm being be a nigger in a minute. I can't wait. You ready? Let's... That wasn't me. You ready? No, who is that? Are you? Okay, that's what I, bro, bro, bro. Real rap. Talk with me and you're getting kicked out. Anyway, like I was saying, let's go back to Doc K. Let's take it nice and slow. Can the uh, spike protein that is manufactured from the mRNA-based vaccine bind the H2 receptor, yes or no? The S1 subunit that all vaccines make, which is the uh -huh. therapeutic target for all vaccines uh -huh. on the market. Is it yes or a no? Yes, it can. Ooh, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, it can. Yes. Yes. Provide me one study on this earth that shows that shit. I will, bro, no bullshit. I am six foot four. If okay. you can provide that, I swear, to, I swear for God, I will Chill on out, camera man. do a backflip for you. I'll do a fucking backflip. Oh, he left. Oh, he left. That's what the no, fuck I thought. No, no, it's just connecting. Oh. He left. You run away, Doc. I wanted to have some fun, bro. You said you was a spike expert. Let's go politic for a second, big dog. What pop? He, he ran, bro. He ran, bro. Like, bro, just talking dumb shit. Let's go to, let's go to D me. He, Are you guys he, ready he, yet? Are you guys ready yet with all your rhetoric? Hey, hey, bro, hey, bro, hey, bro. Look, look, I understand that you're privileged. Man. Yeah, yeah. You so I saw, I but saw you, the. But you don't. You talk when I let you. I talk. saw the title and. You let you see you see what's happening. I, you talk when I let you. That's how that shit works. I saw the so, title and it was very. So now you get the. Then you guys would be conflating the issue of anti-vaxxers with flat earthers, and mm. relating that to racism and intelligence. I mean, mm. just off the bat of of just basic common sense it seems strange i don't know it didn't seem to make sense but then when i got in here i see how you're conducting yourself i see how you you know perform as a human and speak it's it's less than eloquent so i would just i would just like to uh this is this is less than eloquent you can kiss the fattest blackest part of my natural born ass how's that for eloquent you telling me how to speak is completely irrelevant in Jermaine. I could give a quarter of an ounce cup of a fuck how you think I talk to you. Right? So now that we understand that our Eurocentricity does not elicit control, right? We, we, we start to understand our, our place in the world in this motherfucker, right? You can either get to some facts so I can eviscerate you like I've been eviscerating your little lap buddies lately, or you can shut the fuck up. Now, if you have a scientific point to present, present it. If you're trying to have a feeling session, I personally, honest to God, don't give a fuck. Now, I'm going to unmute. All right, and when I'm, I do, I'm in. better come off the mic with something good, I'm going to move your ass down. I ain't got time for the feelings. Uh, you're talking to people. I do not care. You can leave the space. If you have a scientific point, present it. What you got? SM-102. Okay, let's talk about it. Oh, let's have some fun. VAERS, SM-102, human toxicity, uh -huh. and all the deaths occurring around the world in excess. You guys sound silly. Yeah, the okay, way cool. you conduct yourselves is, is grotesque. I don't give a fuck about I don't give a shit. Let's talk about excess deaths. I'm glad you Be got quiet, some boy. Oh, yeah, there, look, there it is. There it is. There it is. Look, 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 look
You sound no, like no, a goofball. Just be quiet for a second. Be quiet for a second. Oh, no, hold on, hold on. Listen to this. That's how your mama sound every Saturday with me, bro. Literally. How's that for sounding like a goofball? I'm really a savage up here, bro. I'm really a savage. Like, I, bro, I, I guarantee you you never met. Look, he left too, look. See what I'm saying? Like, if you go long enough, the racing room comes out, bro. Like, like I'm a savage. I honestly don't give a fuck. Like, I, I will literally just clown y'all all night long. I do not care. I have zero civility, right? Especially when I realize you're a fucking racist, right? A broke racist with dirty fingernails that lives in a basement somewhere. I wanted to ask him about one of his. Let, let's go to Chris, and then we'll go to. Uh, oh, we'll go to. Uh, don't uh, don't throw me, bro. Chris, what's going on, bro? COVID nineteen vaccines. Uh, as usual, I'm disappointed. Our friend left. Amy us. Says, I wanted to ask him about one of his. Do tweets. you know that at one time a range of so data was says, utilized to call black people genetically inferior, and that smoking didn't cause cancer? I didn't hear one person I know of dying I'm, of COVID I'm personally, in now. but many from heart failure, strangely, in the last two years. That was yesterday. No, man, I mean, it's, it's look, man, it's, it's wild, bro. It, it's fucking wild. I mean, it, it, it's not even surprising at this point. Hey, hey Drew, I, I see you, but your boy, uh, Kevin, is in here with his new account with 18 followers. I got the other one blocked. Uh, Kevin, I, I, I'm going to explain you. I'm going to explain something to you right now. You start. You come in here with that nigga this and nigga that. I'm going to just. I'm going to. I'm going to just push you out of the room, bro. You're not about to do that in here. I'm, I'm telling you up front. I am not going to allow that in here, bro. You're going to have to do something you never had to do in your life, which is control yourself. All right. Cool. Uh, can let's, you hear me? Let's go to Drew. It's, oh it's... no, I can hear you, but it's not your turn to talk. I'll let you know when I allow you to speak. Uh, Drew, it's on you. Let's go to Drew, and then we'll go to Don't Troll, Don't Troll Me, bro, and then we can go to Kevin, in that order. Yeah, man. So I, I came up when Doc Keck was up here uh, acting like he knew what the spike scene was. I thought that was gonna be an interesting conversation. And then your your D guy, whatever his name was, he was in the space I was with earlier with uh, Steve Kirsch. Um, he got mad. There was a woman thinking, ah, shoot, what was her name? Uh, Sasha. Sasha something. I forget her last name. She was spreading some of the dumbest stuff you ever heard in your life. Um, but, you know, I was respectful. I, I, I guess it was an okay conversation. But uh, when he said SM102, I wanted to ask him before he ran away. I was like, what is SM102? Can you get into it? Just for the benefit of everybody in the room real quick. So SM102, is, it's, a, it's a lipid, right? Um, it's, it's used in... It's, one of the lipids that's used in lipid nanoparticles for uh, the uh, mRNA vaccines. Um, he, what he was getting ready to get at, he wanted to make believe that SM102 was this toxic thing. Uh, the only issue is, or or there was a common thing where people try to act like, oh, it's not safe for human consumption. One thing about SM102 is when you get it for a lab, right, it's stabilized with something called chloroform. When it's stabilized, it means chloroform. Um, at that point, no, it is not safe for humans to be used in humans at all. However, the SM102 that's used in, left, in the actual lipid nanoparticle does not have chloroform in it. It's also an extremely small dose. It's harmless. It doesn't hurt you. It's fat. So when you clap your hands and you get that little jiggling under your arms, or, you know, and, uh, you know, tip drill come on or, or, <laughs> or chopper style, and you see people dancing a certain way, you know, similar to that. It's just fat that you're moving around. So I just want to go ahead and speak to that real quick. 
Um, damn, when they had some fun. They, they, man, you scaring them off, Dr. Coach, man. They, they, they running, bro. I mean, I, I mean when, you, when you ask him real questions, man, I mean, I, like, you know, Kevin, I got some real questions for his little ass in, in a minute. We're going to go to don't, tr don't Troll Me, bro, and then we'll go to Kevin. I can't, I can't, I cannot wait to talk to Kevin. I can't wait. I mean, it's going to be fantastic. Neither can I. Who's Kevin? I'm sorry? Who is Kevin? And what the fuck does Kevin have to say that has anything to contradict the fact that the reason that we put vaccines into play is because it was a novel fucking virus and the president that we had at the time mm. was at the fucking helm and telling us that this is one of the only way to get out of this pandemic i mean that was what happened right i mean essentially i mean uh essentially yeah i mean he, he was president at the time and and i that's actually something i do give him not to get political but that's something i do actually give him credit for if you can believe that uh you know operation warp speed uh did allow good old fat and people gonna get mad about this is just a reality uh, good old-fashioned American capitalism to do what it does best, which is produce life-saving drugs at the expense of access, right? So that's a trade-off. You get really good shit, but you, people don't get access to it. As opposed to you go to other countries, like, you know, they have socialized health care, which is amazing, and I, I wish we had socialized health care, but, you know, they don't produce 70% of the Earth's new drugs the United States does. Just, that's just the trade-off. But, no, no, I agree with you. I mean, it, I mean, it was it was an effective measure, and the data shows that. I don't definitely appreciate that, 100%. Kevin, go ahead. Ian, how are you, sir? Kevin, go ahead. Ian, how are you, sir? Bro, we can skip the pleasantries. You, uh, you are racist, bro. Go ahead and talk to me what you well, got. So I'm, I'm here to have a scientific discussion. We can save the shit posting for afterwards. So... Um, how, would, how would you like to be uh, referred to? You can either call me Dr. McCann or Kevin. I don't mind. Um, can I call you Ian? No, you may refer to me as Dr. Copeland, Captain, sir. I don't. I don't do okay, so you can re you can refer to me as Dr. McCann then. Okay, so that's fine. Um, I have sent one article through to uh, Rowan. I think his name is, and that should be our starting point. Did you send it to, to my messages or, or the one that you tagged me in? Uh, I think it was just in the ones we were tagging back and forth when I was okay. saying I was blocked and can't get in. Okay, cool. All right, give me one second. Sure. And so in this paper, what we're going to look at is something called the amyloidogenesis of SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. And what that paper shows is that there are a number of epitopes across the spike protein that are highly amyloidogenic. Now, Dr. Copeland, you had some difficulty understanding the difference between amyloid beta and amyloidogenic. Um, th does that confusion still exist? Would you like me to explain the difference to you? No, Dr. McKern, I don't need you to explain the difference to me, but I will explain the difference to you because I did read the paper that you sent me the first time. And that paper is referring to SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. 
it is not referring to spike protein and the confirmation that it is an mRNA-based vaccines. So can you produce a paper that shows the same proposed pathogenic effect from the, from the vaccine, which is your argument? So right now, there yes is... Or no. There are there are review articles. What I would like to do is to show you the simple analysis that you can do when you take the FASTA files for wild, wild type wild types wild type spike That's protein and compare them. Dr. McCurran, not what I asked you. I asked you. Is there is there is there a published paper looking at the amyloidogenic property of SARS synthetic spike protein? No. But the yeah. problem is oh, the okay. fact. Okay, okay. No, so but you have an issue here because just because something hasn't been published doesn't mean a phenomenon doesn't exist. I want to stop right there, Dr. McKern. You'll be allowed to say, I want to stop right there at that point. You're not going to just blow past the point because it shatters your argument, which it does. I have heard you and listened to you preach from the mountaintops this idea that the spike protein from the actual mRNA-based vaccine causes this issue, but you haven't a shred of clinical proof to show that it does. Well, actually, so I, do. I do. How I do. I do. I, 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 okay, you do. And do not present to me... Now, here's what you're not going to present to me. You're not going to present to me a theoretical argument based on the protein confirmation of the spike protein from the virus. You're not going to do that. Uh, if no, you want that, to, no, no, because I, I, I know what you want to do. See, I, I'm, I'm hit to all the bullshit. If you want to prove the point, here's how you must do it. There's no level of bioinformatic speculation that you can utilize to make your argument. You have to make the argument utilizing clinical data, either a case report, an epidemiological argument, or a structural argument going back to a clinical. Do you have a mouse? Perfect. I have, I have, I have a case like study. I have a case study looking at amyloid response to uh, injection of Pfizer. I also have a number of Wait, studies. Um, sure. Uh, give me a second. You can just tweet it and open it. Can I ask how many cases? It's a case study, one. And like I say, the fact that um, you need to be looking for these studies, the fact that there was no safety studies done to even look at this phenomenon, is it, it's just a, a mark of how shoddy everything has been done and uh -huh. such, a, such, an, important, such an important disease-causing mechanism has been ignored. Now, I'm going to show you a case study. Let's see the paper. Yeah, sure. like, like enough talky talky let's see the data and i would like for you to speak to the paper that you're going to send so here's what you're not going to do in here either you're not going to talk about one thing and then the paper okay that you so send i've sent that thing so you said i actually i've some clinical sent data, the did. i've sent the paper oh, to okay. rowan dr mccurn wait a minute dr McCurran, wait a second i'm laying the stage for what, what's going on so we can stay focused because you're not going to do the little tactics these little gish gallop tactics you like to do you have provided, I asked you, did you have clinical data? You said yes. You said you have a, a case report showing the pathogenic effect that you're talking about in a patient, which is completely acceptable. That's fine. If you have that, we're going to read, read the paper in its entirety. And that is what we're going to focus on. So can you tell us about that case? Now, you, you send in the paper. It's coming. Send it, please. And tell us about the case so when we get the paper, we can read it and have an understanding. Just take 30 seconds or a minute and just give us the main bullet points from the paper that you're about to send. Okay. I so it's, it's, it's quite a uh, quick paper. They do PET imaging for, with a ligand specific for amyloid beta. 
and they get a strong signal at the injection site and at the draining lymph node. So there is a clinical example derived from one of the only mechanisms that we really have to study that type of disease mechanisms, which is PET imaging. Okay, I'm then going to send you uh, a bunch of other studies, and these are quite famous ones. And no, 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 one at a time. Okay, 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 okay. You just enjoy the hold pet on. imaging study. No, 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 no. You sent this paper. We're going to talk about this paper. You see, you want to get scallop. Okay, uh, I'm happy to talk about it. Paper. Open it up. Fine, let's talk about it. Wait a minute. I have it up, and I have it up right now, and I want everybody else to click on so we can go through it. And let's go through it right now, right? Yes. So I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just go through this, right? Okay. Large-scale world, worldwide COVID-19 vaccination programs are being rapidly deployed, and high-risk patients with comorbidity are now receiving the first doses of the vaccine. Physicians should be therefore aware of new pitfalls associated with current pandemic vaccination program. Also, in in this case of a flora beta beta P, uh, pet CT case representation, we describe that phenomenon in the evaluation of a 70-year-old male with suspicious Alzheimer's disease and unclear history of heart disease. And let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. Mm -hmm. You have sent me a paper where you are trying to argue that the vaccine has caused a amyloid type Amyloidogenic is the word you're looking type. for. Excuse, excuse me, Dr. McKern. But the person has Alzheimer's disease. Yes. <laughs> Who cares at this point? Because you, you, hey, you, you, stop, you stop, force stop, stop, vaccines onto stop, millions stop, and stop, millions stop, 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 of elderly stop, people stop, stop. who are prodromal for Alzheimer's and have all sorts of other latent neurological disease. Wait a minute. Let's let's recap. You have. I, I want everybody to hear. You're trying to make an argument when the person that, that you're talking about has Alzheimer's disease. Oh. I mean, this is, look, look, this is look at the distribution. Look at the distribution of where the amyloid signal is. Okay. Bro. Now, from Bro. this, Bro, we, from this, we can infer that there's a there's a patient cohort who perhaps shouldn't be receiving this gene transfection technology that causes you Are to you express stupid? amyloidogenic so peptides. Seven-year-old people with compromised health should not be receiving a vaccine. Um, if, if, if they are already in a condition where preenergic mechanisms are at play, I would say it's something that should have been discussed and uh, the patient given the, the choice. And how yeah, many... Doctor can't prescribe them anything any longer. Well, how how about just trying to treat their treat their current illnesses and avoid experimental gene transfection technologies no, 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 that no, no, that no, no, amplify? No, no, no. I'm reading this paper. I'm reading this paper, so I'm gonna go to the conclusion. The the uh, the, the so well, first, I'm gonna go to the case pre uh, our, our presentation. So you have an individual, and and I'm gonna read this so everybody can hear it. We report the case of a 70-year-old male who underwent lower beta beam PET CT for suspected Alzheimer's disease one day 
after the administration of the first dose of Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine in the right arm in absence of any related symptoms. The patient was also referred with a, with a unclear history of heart disease, hypertensive disease, and initial signs of heart failure with suspicious cardiac amyloidosis. And therefore, the thorax was also included in the acquisition uh, acquisitions field due to fluorobatidine PET potential uh, utility in the diagnostic workup of cardiac amyloidosis. Let me let me ask you a question real quick. Sure. You got a 70-year-old male with suspected Alzheimer's disease. Do you think it's reasonable that a person would have an Alzheimer's-like phenotype? One day after the administration. No, they're not saying they're not saying that the vaccine caused Alzheimer's. They're not saying the vaccine caused Alzheimer's. I didn't finish my question. I didn't finish my question. I'm gonna ask my question. Because you don't want me to ask a question to make you look like a well, you're look like a jackass at this point, but I'm gonna just Okay. Keep, keep asking questions. You're you're the one getting backed in the corner. You no no, you said a paper and you have already prefaced the argument. Of the paper that you said we haven't recorded, where you said, well, no, these experimental gene transfections, blah, 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 are causing amyloidosis on the brain. Okay, we got a 70-year-old person who is presenting with an Alzheimer's phenotype. What is the utility of this paper if that's not the argument, your argument? That in this patient, where they've injected him, perhaps because he's already into the disease expression of Alzheimer's, that's why he went for the PET scan, shows an amyloidogenic reaction at the injection site, which lends credence to the observation of the first paper I showed you, which, which explains that there are amyloidogenic sequences in the spike protein, and they, uh, they still exist in the synthetic version. I'm going to tell you why that's stupid as fuck. I'm going to explain to you real simple why that's stupid as fuck. So number one, Right. Let, let, let's take it step by step. You're not going to take an Alzheimer's patient which already has a disease with a main pathophysiological aspect of said disease is amyloidosis. You're not going to then take that, right, and flip it and say, oh, well, the vaccine, you know, at the site of injection, which is not in his fucking brain, by the way, is showing some reactivity to amyloidotic processes. And therefore, given the first paper I sent you, I'm gonna take all these three things and squish them together to lean credence to the argument that I have no evidence for. You okay. have no evidence to make this claim that you're making. So that, 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 was, that, was, that was a non sequitur of an answer, okay? Do you agree, yes well, or no? Mean, it's, Do it's, you agree, yes or no, wait, that, wait, there's, wait, that there's an identified wait, reaction at the injection site of amyloidogenic processes occurring that the ligand is picking it up? Yes or no? You, it's a simple question. No, no. Do you, what, is the, what is the purpose? To, sh to show if it's getting picked up at the, at the site, what does it have to do with the brain? <laughs> okay, well, nothing, uh, nothing. No, that's that's, nothing. that's that's not true because you should what know. Do you, mean it's not true? You, you should know this about you should know this about pre-energic. Pre it's a symptom of one thing that could be one could lead to another thing. It's a symptom that could lead to many different things, but it's one symptom. And it, it, okay, so the injection site. So the injection site it's, and the draining lymph node it's, it's, shows it's a, a strong signal 
So it's a strong signal for amyloidogenic processes in play. Okay. Can we establish that fact? Locally. Lo no, no, stop. You Lo uh, one word. So, so locally. locally. So in this instance, we have, no, we have no data beyond locally. But the signal is there. Now, what no, you, uh, bro, can, bro, can bro, I, can I maybe explain something to no, you no, about no, amyloidogenic no. processes? No, no, time out. No, no, we're not gonna get. No, no, we're not gonna skip past this shit. Cause yeah. we, we're gonna really harp on this. Sure. You're you're hanging your entire hat on an immunoassay at the site of injection, right? L let me ask you this. Let's let's talk about the immunoassay. Let's talk about that for a second. What is the nature of the immunological assay that you utilize to detect it? Uh, the fluorobetaben, which is a uh, type of ligand which binds to amyloid beta. Well, of course, it's an immunological assay. It's always a ligand. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty intuitive. It's an immunological assay, duh. It's I in mean, the title, 18F fluorobetaben. It's specific for amyloidogenic reactions and how, used... How are you getting... How are you getting... Okay, I'm, I'm trying to draw the line that's not there. How are you getting from your argument? Here's your argument. We all heard the argument. Your argument is that these, and I'm quoting you now, these gene transfection technologies are causing issues in the brain. Said it a thousand times. It's all over your Twitter. Well, you know, the Twitter that's blocked now because you're a racist. But yeah, I'll get it back in two days. I, it was I, worth it. I, I mean, bro, it, bro, 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 it, bro, it's okay, bro. When, when you look like you look, I, I will be on Twitter every fucking day, too. The point I'm making <laughs> is. How are you drawing a line to this where there's a local, there's a local in, in immuno, uh, uh, immunoreactivity that has nothing to do with the clinical phenotype of a person already having Alzheimer's disease? Him having Alzheimer's disease is fucking irrelevant. Okay. That's not even relevant. He already has it. What are okay. you talking about? Okay. So it's important to understand that pre-energic cascades are a self-amplifying phenomenon once the insult uh -huh. arise okay so uh -huh. it, it it will kick off i'm sorry were you trying to say something while i was in talking a day? in a day so in a day you've already seen an amyloidogenic process be picked up by the pet imaging okay locally yes it it, it, it will also it will no, also no, distribute and ian 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 you have if you're not if, you, if you're unable to understand ian if you're unable to understand if you're unable to understand do not call me in again or dr copeland dr copeland if do you not understand do you not understand that the process is is self-amplifying Answer to me the paper. I'm gonna read it again. We report a 70 year old male who underwent fluorobetaben PET CT for suspected Alzheimer's disease one day after they got vaccinated. So, for your hypothesis to be true, that would mean that the shit took one day to call full scale Alzheimer's disease. No, I, that's not what I'm saying. You're, mis you're misrepresenting, so, uh, you're you misrepresenting the data and what right I'm now, telling you because we can move on to, to more data. A got Alzheimer's disease one day after the vaccine. That is a yes or a no. I didn't hear the first part of the question. Sorry. Oh, oh, oh now you can't find the mute button now. Could you just say the first part of the question? I heard it's hey, a yes or no. Saying, bro. What was the first part of the question? See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? What? 
See what I'm saying, bro? I, I mean, what was I mean, the fir- what was the first part of the question? What was the first part of the question, Doctor Copeland? I want people to read that. I, you know what? Go to case presentation. I'm gonna keep reading. I'll read it again. We report the case of a 70-year-old male who underwent fluorobetaben PET CT for suspected Alzheimer's disease one day after the administration of the first dose of Pfizer. Yes? Dr. Copeland? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, these people are only interested in one result, is to get people to, to believe that everything that anybody did to try and combat the fact that we actually had something that was on the tip of shaking our entire society, you know, off the kilter, and we actually did something about it, they're all, like, upset about it. And they're going to claim that um, everything that we did, or anybody did, was illegitimate or disingenuous, even though they have no proof. They just feel like they were being taken advantage of for some reason or another. And no, this 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 is this is a straw man argument. Sure, this is a straw man argument because what what I'm trying to do is to establish like that there are there are disease mechanisms at play, the same <laughs> as SARS the virus. Okay. Man, I mean, this has really got me dumbfounded. Okay, so please read. Please read the conclusion. Please read the conclusion of the manuscript. Vitro studies, by the way, no clinical data, nothing, not a not a living model in sight. All in vitro data, where he is attempting to make a flimsy argument that even the COVID virus causes, you know, amyloidosis in the brain, which is not. There's no evidence to that either that you presented. So this is where we. Did you even read the first paper you sent me? The. The amyloidogenic properties you, of the spike quiet, protein. Bro. Yes, of you, course you, I've read it. You, you might be quiet over here, bro. I am talking. Yeah, I mean, I, I keep getting interrupted, but that the vaccines are not perfect, and that would go in with any type of vaccine that you spread to the masses of people. We've never and gene transfected amyloidogenic peptides on mass like we have people. in the last few years. There's going to be some numbers people that are have a, an adverse reaction, right? And we can report that to VAERS if we'd like, right? Or, you know, we could do the same with an injection where we're trying to combat a novel virus, correct? Um, and say, hey, you know what? Yes, there will be adverse reactions. There will be, yes. But that doesn't mean that the, the whole effort is adverse. Um, and say, hey, and you I know what? Yes, there will be adverse reactions. That. There will be, yes. Yeah. Okay, uh, uh, Kevin, uh, uh, you have exactly 10 seconds to respond. I'm not, I'm not going to just let you stream my shit in the background while you do your little bullshit, uh, whatever you're doing. I already know what you're doing, right? You come in here. So I've I've, prese- I've presented you I've presented you with two papers I've presented you with two papers there is more to come there is more to come okay but please read the conclusion the conclusion says 18F floor better Ben pet CT 18F floor better Ben pet CT can demonstrate immune induced findings 
also amplified by the beta amyloid presence. That's it. He gone. He run. Let's <laughs> see, run. Hey, bring up Tira. <laughs> they she, fucking she legged her, it. Uh, hand raise. She can raise her hand if she like. Uh, uh, real quick before we go back to uh, Marsh Ray, Rohan, don't you find it interesting? <laughs> they legged it. They blocked me and legged it. <laughs> oh, the evidence was uh, starting to not go their way, huh? The evidence was not starting to go their way. Just give me a few minutes and I will... Um, just, I need to grab a drink and then we can do the dissection a little bit. So I'll be back in a second, folks.
All right. Uh, so, yeah, th there you saw that as soon as the science was being pressed on them, right, there's, there's an example of an amyloidogenic reaction at the site of injection. And boom, they don't want to, they don't want to explore the evidence further because then, excuse me, I would have gone in and shown the, <laughs> this is the thing that uh, Drew was denying, which is the amyloidogenic clots, microclots. Right, so let me read some comments and uh, see how that goes. All right, slaughtering muttons is so fun. Maracism, yeah. Uh, just talked to a guy whose apartment almost burned down because the old fart was wandering aimlessly around after his own first floor burned. Um, at home, low IQ blick, yes. That's the kind of IRL reaction you get from that sheet. Yes, to the lifeboats, says bingo. Uh, Kickless, what a rude pig, and what is his position? Well, his position is is that there's no no harms that can come from gene transfecting amyloidogenic peptides where I'm showing, again, he's, he's, he can't dismiss. What did he ask for? Published studies, case studies. So I gave him the, you know, it's an in vitro uh, study, but it, it goes and shows the amyloidogenic potential. It got identified in the spike protein. And the simple fact is that there is no difference between Moderna, Pfizer, or the wild type, and I will show that here with these um, prediction plots, and this is with the tightest constraints possible. So this is so this is wild type, okay? And basically, I have seven seven amyloidogenic sites, which is what uh, Hammerstrom and Nystrom identified, and then. This is Moderna. Oh, seven amyloidogenic sites and spikes. Imagine that. Imagine my shock and surprise. <laughs> you would have thought they would have thought about that and removed any type of risk which could aggravate people, you know, that have Alzheimer's, the elderly, people who might be at risk of uh, <laughs> systemic amyloidosis. And here is Pfizer. Uh, Gobbly says, uh, wait for it. Not this time. Not this fucking time. No, 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 not this fucking time. No fucking way, no fucking way, no fucking way, no fucking way. You made me look a right cunt. Uh, let's see, they're gonna gang up on Kevin and talk shit. Look, who cares, right? The, the, the issue is. They were unable to defend their position once science papers started to be shown to them. He tried his best. He tried his best. He tried to make it sound that I was trying to say that the shot caused the Alzheimer's. No, that's not what I was saying. I was saying that in the person who's, who is probably having uh, the emergence of Alzheimer's, that shot triggered an amyloidogenic cascade that's visible at the injection site and into the draining lymph node. 
And the thing is, what they fail to grasp is that these are self amplifying processes at once started they just kick off a whole chain reaction especially in those who are of less than healthy disposition and they don't want they don't want to hear that they've gone and jabbed themselves with that type of uh, essentially neurotoxin uh da, 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 da. what's that um uh, absolutely insane, twisting the context completely. Yeah, and they tried to do that to Abs, where they were talking to him about the uh, scanning electron microscopy. Like, <laughs> it's like they're almost arguing that uh, graphene is in there. And may I just remind everyone that uh, today I've got to feed that bleak. <laughs> Send donos. Otherwise, he can't have his Mackie D's. Where's my word? Uh, yeah. oh, of course, so, yeah to reboot but um yeah had me blocked and uh claimed uh i was too cowardly to uh turn up and then yeah it would, they, they're just all full of shit and they know that i can burst their bubble right <laughs> but please um if you haven't already use the qr code down in the bottom corner feed the blicks there are some good blicks out there like simon phoenix all right, so let me just paste the PayPal in there as well. Uh, let's see, very childish and poor communication from... I, like, he's not a doctor, so... Um, <laughs> just, it is what it is. Uh, Nomus Cappy says, lol, uh, here comes the gaslight. Copeland is a fool and selectively deaf. Yeah, of course, of course, like any ideologue that's trying to hold to a position and maintain fictive reality. Um, let's see. To the lifeboats is here. Good to see you, bro. Um, I don't know if you wanted to come on. Uh, you're more than welcome to. Uh, just just DM me in uh, in Discord if you're in Discord, or uh, I don't know if you'd be able to DM me on Twitter. Uh, but if you want to come on, dude, just say in the chat, and I'll I'll, I'll find a way to uh, bring you on if you want to um, do the breakdown. If not, I'll give. Uh, Doc Keck, a call when uh, read through the comments. Bears had people dying after 24 hours. Look it up. Same age group. Yeah. Uh, Strawman or your son, Ian. So this is expected. Dumb, says Ellie. Yeah. Dr. Cope and Seatherland, indeed. Uh, If anyone's uh, fit the bleak and uh, oh yeah, we've had a couple. So uh, I want to shout out. Well, uh, Helen from yesterday, uh, you can have um, you can have this. Nice. 
nice. And uh, for, let's see, where did it go? Uh, Peter, you may have, uh, well, that's such a 50 bucks. That deserves something a little special. Let me just see if I can dig into my box and uh, I made this one. <laughs> I got to clip it, but um, I'll play it. Why not? Pay me 50 bucks. I'll play Simon 50 bucks. That's uh, it, deserves it. All right, so let's do this. And bear with me whilst I find the. But hilarious for me that they uh, they couldn't they couldn't handle the science, weak source, weak weak source. All right, I want this one. You can have. Push them into the ocean. <laughs> and uh, Matthew, you can have uh, the one, the only Chemical Alley. Dude's going head in still in the Twitter spaces. Doc Doc Keck is in there. Oh, nice. Uh, do I do I want to listen to it? Uh. Specifically, the ACE two receptor uh, uh -huh. in transgenic mice from the, from the S one. Yeah, the same S one spike protein that uh -uh. they used. Uh uh, nope. The nope, one nope, 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 nope. that they used in this mm -hmm. study. Send, send yeah. it to me. Send it to send. Look, oh, is it already up, Rohan, or is it another paper? Oh, another paper. Is it the one that, that's at the top now? Docket. Is it that one? Wait, if you scroll it's all the lung and cellular molecular file, uh, physiology, the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein subunit S1 induces COVID-19 like acute lung injury and bro, 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 we need the paper. We need the paper. We need the paper. We need the paper. We don't need you to I read did. it. I, I, well, I posted it underneath the, the other one that I had posted. So it's okay. It's in the string. I see it now. All right. Give me two seconds. Now. Uh -huh. Bet. So, so you're sure before I even read this shit and embarrass you like I just done, you sure that this is going to be talking about the confirmation of the vaccine and not the actual viral protein, right? The S1 subunit. That's not what I asked you. Is this the identical confirmation? This shit is not going to work. I already know the answer. I don't ask Correct. questions. I don't know the answer. The exact to. same receptor binding domain. Stop doing that. That ain't what I asked you. 
I uh, I'm gonna ask that's it again. The you specific answer the question. part of the spike protein that's nope, being nope, encoded nope, that binds to the receptor. That's not what I asked you. That's, that's, asked you. that's, that's the answer, regardless that's, of how you no, answer. No, 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 no. It's not. Yes, no, it it's is. not. You yes, need to be the answer because you don't know the fuck you're talking about. I'm being very clear, and I've provided two papers. I the first paper didn't prove. Wait, stop, stop. Don't say you provided two papers like the first paper said something. <laughs> the fuck? The first paper didn't even say what you said it said, bro. The first and paper goes over the conformational changes that you're oh, referencing to the spike bro. protein so that everyone work? has the references Does to what we're talking shit, about. Real, real shit, real shit. This is a real question. Real shit, it's a receptor shit. binding domain on the receptor. subunit that binds the ACE2. Look, let me ask you a question. That's the reality. When you and Kevin, when you and Kevin, Dr. When C you are, I, I, I just meet you, don't even worry about it. When you and Kevin have y'all Nazi circle jerks, does this shit work? Nigga, 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 Does this shit work in those like little Nazi circle jerk circles y'all be in? Where y'all just sit around and sew in circle? And just, and just, well, the S1 novel, that dribble of the mouth bullshit that you're doing does not work. I see through all that shit. You ain't get all that shit you're doing, been there, done that, tried it six years ago, that shit don't work. When you go to graduate school for real, you get uh, ate up. You get ate up. That shit don't work. Black, they tell you to slow down and explain it and go to the board and explain it. You can't explain the embarrassment. That's how that shit And I'm black and I'm black and I'm black, right? so like, like, Which is what happened to you right now. So I'm going to go ahead uh, and I'm going to read this paper. Rohan, can you give me like, I ain't going to need long. Just give me like two minutes, bro. Just give me like, just, just, just in the basement, just give me like two minutes to just read it real quick. It ain't going to take long. I promise. Okay, bet, bet, bet. Um, did you want to say something, Chris, um, in that two-minute time? <laughs> if you're there, Chris. God, Duck Cat, give um... it to him. Give it to those. Nigga, 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 nigga. No, Chris, I'm talking to Natalia. Bet. Say what? Sorry? No, I was saying, like, like if you had something to say, so, so to fill that two-minute time. I don't I don't have it. I think Ian is reading Dr. Copeland is reading the paper and I think he's just asking Rohan to help out. I um I just wanted to say uh, a comment while he's reading to Marsh that this is why it's so problematic that flat earth comment uh, or beliefs are not really, you know, it's it's not by itself. It's uh always comes with uh, if I mean, if flat Earth beliefs are non-dangerous and not harming anybody, but they always come with uh, beliefs that are harming anybody, and it's phenomenal that people don't understand levels of evidence and claiming, for example, like that case report, uh, claiming that vaccines. Um, can cause Alzheimer. That's was the, the That's not what that. was claimed, right? bitch. So it's, That's it's a not what was claimed. Belief and usually, as we already learned, that believers of one conspiracies they believe in other conspiracies, and this, uh, the number of. Um, believers in conspiracy grew significantly during the COVID years. And if uh, QAnon, Flat Earth believers, uh, Pizzagate were a smaller group of people, now it takes a much larger uh, cohort of people. Now, uh, politically, we have politicians who are uh, of the same beliefs, and these politicians are making laws and rules for our society. So, and that's why and and basically we don't really have uh, mechanisms to fight conspiracies and what we were talking about very early before uh, in the space that uh, on a lot of levels 
on level of uh, medicine, academia, po politics, we don't have mechanisms to fight conspiracy, to help families, to help people who are suffering from that, whose family members are suffering from that. We elect those people. They they are very believable among those, uh, you know, their group of people, and they get elected and they make laws based on the conspiracies, not on science. We are rejecting science. That's why flat earth itself, the flat she earthers, that may yeah. be <laughs> one of the most um, not dangerous, you know, beliefs they have. But the problem is that we have less parents vaccinating their children from preventable diseases. We have this whole COVID conspiracies. We haven't even talked myocarditis today. We're talking about Alzheimer, how a case report was presented in a certain way with a certain goal. It was presented with a goal, but there was a major conf confounder. And the case report is really not a level of evidence. It's just, okay, guys, we've observed something. And as a clinician who published case reports, I can say, okay, this is sort of like, hey, look, we saw this. Uh, this is new. Uh, maybe this needs an attention. Maybe, maybe it needs attention. Needs yes. Yes. The bitch gets it. The bitch is. gets it. It's we need to pay attention because no one's looking at it. It's just an observation that physicians make during their clinical practice. So that's why flat earth believes itself is one thing, but it's dangerous because it's usually coupled with Long Kev, public you know you health press issues. Yeah, every time we have a flat earther coming in, it's at the same time an anti-vaxxer and it's a racist, and we have seen that. <laughs> 100%. No, I'll tell you, I appreciate that. And, and for the record, I was done like 45 seconds in. I, I just don't want to interrupt the good doctor. Doc Keck, I will give you one opportunity to retract oh, your statement and apologize and to the yo, stage and while I'm embarrassed. I'll give you one opportunity to do that. Black, take it. Black, I think you should. And I'm black, and I'm black, and black, and uh, I apologize. Yo that the S1 subunit. All right, cool. No, 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 you're good. All right, sound good. All right, you know what? I'm not even going to do it. You know what? Who, want, who wants to read You know what? I'll read it because I, 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 just, I just won't belabor the point. No, no, you know what, Doc K? I'm going to let you read it. Yeah, we're going to do it like that. Doc yeah. K, you got the Which one? The one, the, the one you just, we just talked about, the... Uh, Transgenic the, uh, the, the, no, no, the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein subunit S1 induces COVID-19 like acute lung injury, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Okay, cool. I want you to go to that paper, and this is the one for everybody else. This is the one, that, the latest one in the next nine minutes ago. You can read along. I want you to read the first, uh, yes, the read up to like, the, just read the first five sentences, or just read the first five periods. Just read it out for us. Go ahead, read. Acute lung injury leading to acute respiratory distress syndrome is the major cause of COVID-19 lethality. Cell entry of SARS-CoV-2 occurs via the interaction between its surface protein and angiotensin-converting enzyme 2, ACE2. It is unknown if the viral spike protein alone is capable of altering lung vascular permeability in the lungs or producing lung injury in vivo. To that end, we intracheate 
intratracheally instilled the S1 subunit of SARS-CoV-2 spike protein, or the S1SP, in K18HACE2 transgenic mice that overexpress human ACE2 and examine signs of COVID-19-associated lung injury 72 hours later. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Now, I want you to go down to the methods, and you ain't caught, you ain't caught it yet. And I want you to read the first thing, the first thing that they use in the materials. What's the first thing they talk about? Just read it out loud. Recombinant SARS-CoV-2 spike protein subunit S1SP was purchased from Ray Biotech number 230-011-101-100. Recombinant SARS-CoV-2 spike protein Uh SP was from BEI Resources. Hold on, hold on. What does recombinant spike protein mean? Where does that come from? From a manufacturing process. What? From a manufacturing process. No, sir. Express what is the source? No, 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 no. Coded sequence and produces nope. a protein that nope. matches the gene nope, sequence nope, nope, that was nope. provided that's by bullshit. China B117. Uh, uh, that's bullshit. The original that's Wuhan bullshit. strain B117. That's bullshit. Recombinant SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. It is viral spike protein, dumbass. This is not within the confirmation of the vaccine. It's viral. That's <laughs> why I provided the stop first it, paper, which showed... Stop it, stop it. RBD is dumbass can read... You, RBD is identical. Read, okay, I'm going to just mute you. If your stupid ass could read, when you went to the first damn sentence in the goddamn... And this is getting fucking ridiculous. I'm going to read the abstract real nice and slow for your little stupid ass. It is unknown if the viral spike protein alone is capable of altering lung vascular permeability in the lungs or producing lung injury in vivo. To that end, we intratracheally instilled the S1 subunit of the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein, which they have told you they have gotten from the virus into the mice. Am I speaking Spanish? I mean, none of anything wrong with that. I don't speak Spanish. Am I not being clear here? Are they not being clear or are you just fucking stupid? This does not address the, the question that I asked you. Your whole argument is that the mRNA-based vaccine, the, the product, the protein product from that mRNA going to the ribosome intramuscularly can hit the ACE2 receptor. You have not demonstrated that. Receptor binding domain is identical. It binds to ACE2. That's what the literature says. If you can't see it, then you can't see it. And there's nothing else that anyone can say to get you to see it because that's what it is. If you can't read, just say that. It will not change just because you you don't like it. Just say that. The receptor binding domain of the S1 subunit is the same. You have two papers which go over the gene sequence. And how to identify read. that what I'm saying is correct you and true. Even with the doctorate and the PhD. You can't read. You can't read. That's all it is. You <laughs> He's cannot spiraling. read. <laughs> nigga, 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 nigga. Of, of anything. Go ahead, Drew. I, I, I'm, I'm running out of You got it, Drew. This is fucking. I mean, this is wild. Yo, I got a question. How is S1. Uh, how is the RBD binding to uh, ACE2 if it can't do uh, structural uh, conformational change? 
because the receptor binding domain is exposed. Literally, it has to shape shift. How is it able to do that if the RVD is is, lock, is stuck in a uh, is is locked in a closed position? It's closed, closed, open. It is not, and even if it were closed, it would still bind to alpha seven seven of the nicotine acetylcholinergic system. No, that's actually not how it works. Yes, and All it's right. been shown, and that's why this whole snake venom thing. Because after it binds to alpha seven, you have snake a release venom. of acetylases <laughs> that cause uh, wait with snake venom, an imbalance in the in the critical serious? micellar concentration and an increase in phospholipases. That's why they're they're finding uh, phospholipases. Did you mean snake venom like literally, or was that a euphemism? No, it's a euphemism because it's a secondary action. Which what, what you have are phospholipases being produced because alpha seven is bound when RBD is in a closed position. Esterases are then released, but there's no, no acetylcholine in the synaptic cleft no, and the wrong. CMC balance. In order to reestablish itself, you are the body reacts by producing that's phospholipases. That's the mechanism. That's wrong. That's ain't real. Hold on. All right, so. That is real. That's what the literature says, and no, I can no, no, show no, no, you. The paper. I'm sorry, Drew. I'm sorry, Drew. Not that it matters to you guys stop at all. Saying, stop saying the literature shows that because you haven't produced that. Stop saying that shit. Oh, you I have can't. not produced that I paper. Have it. I will. Just give me about no, you saying, you 20 seconds. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, no, I'm, we, I'm, went, no, no. we went from an opposite. No, no, I'm going to go back to Drew because what you're talking about is fucking stupid. Shut up. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> bro, Drew, did you ever watch the, uh, Game of Thrones? I watched like two episodes. I ain't gonna hold you. Back. Bro, it's like when the it's like when the motherfucker say the dragons are coming. They don't come to like season fifty-eight at this motherfucker. It's the same thing. Oh, it's coming. I'm gonna send you the paper. It's got you don't have the paper because the paper don't exist, bro. If you had it, you would have sent it by now. Go ahead, Drew. I'm sorry, man. I hate to cut across, bro. But this shit is getting on my goddamn nerves. I can't stand people trying to play these middle gymnastics, but it should be pissing me off. It's stupid. You, you got to draw. I apologize, bro. Go ahead. My fault. Yeah, no problem. No, it's funny, though. Yeah, there's got to be shape-shifting involved. And I, I, I use the word shape-shift. That's a confirmational change, but nobody likes to hear that when I explain that. So I say shape-shift like the balls from the one to twins. Um, in order for it to bind to uh, ACE2, that's number one. S2, number two, those two proline mutations, right? He says, well, they're in S2, so they don't affect S1. Not necessarily. So um first off if we go yeah, i'm just from, grabbing the papers for, peptide uh... is what from amino acid look let me track my, my memory right 788 it's amino acid 788 to 806 oh i think i'm right anyway um so even though there are confirmations so that, that's literally fusion prep side there but none of that matters here for real if s1 and s2 don't even cleave so that's the other part right you can't cleave if there's no binding, number one. Number two, even on two, you can't bind if your RBD doesn't, it can't go through a conformational change or actually like shape shift. Uh, the other part is, what was the last part he was mentioning? Uh, you said S2 was something. Oh, wait, that's it. I'm sorry. Your whole argument is dead in the water at this point, man. If this, if the spike protein itself is locked in a pre-fusion state with a stabilized hinge loop, it literally just sits there and waits to get beat the hell up. Like that, that's the way to the leg, essentially, right? That's not the scientific method, but that's, that's what essentially is going on. It's just there. It's like a punching bag. Yeah, yeah, but Drew, Drew, you can't deny that they created this virus to take down Donald Trump so that he, because the Democrats wanted nothing else but to just take this man down so they took the entire world and said, hey, we're going to take this virus. Everyone's got to play along. Some people are going to die. 
but it's all to make sure Donald Trump doesn't win the next election. And you know what? Again, the building of the straw men that they do in order to avoid going to these to uh, the, the silence here is amazing. But you know what he did? He fucked it up by not being a good president during a pandemic. <laughs> they really um, are. They really are left liberal tarts. The bottom line, <laughs> I mean, he could have won like 80% of the vote, but he didn't because... He wanted to deny the fact that it existed. And then you are you were sounding convinced and that scared the heck out of me. I ain't gonna hold No, um <laughs> But no, let, let's just get back to this, right? So the, the idea that somehow that a spike protein that is, is manufactured by your cells, um, again, that has mutations that, number one, bind it or that bound it or, or anchor it to the cell membrane, number one. Two, lock it in a pre-fusion state to the point that even the RBD is in <laughs> And that does nothing, that nothing to stop uh, the exposure of amyloidogenic for, sites. Uh, Antibodies for specific epitopes, right? So you can get the best immunogenicity, right? Um, you're saying that you think that this thing can actually bind when it can't even do the one thing that it needs to do in order to bind ACE2 in the first place. Um, your entire argument is dead in the water, bro. If it's not binding, then how are the antibodies being effective? If the epitopes are are mutated to the point, like, beyond recognition, then how can you say that any antibodies that the vaccine is making is going to be effective? with such mutations done on it. The only differences and the only conformational changes that are provided in the spike protein are provided in that first paper that I provided, and it is the S2 subunit and the furin cleavage site. The receptor binding domain remains in its totality to the original B11 strain, B117, excuse me. Okay, so let's let's back that up for a second. AO. All right, so you are talking about the actual spike protein on the virus and the mutations that take place on it. I mean, that's a different situation, right? Yeah, because of new variants and various concerns. The receptor yeah, binding the domain are going to change. The receptor so binding exactly. domain or alpha right. strain B117, the same one that the vaccines make. Uh, not anymore. Yes. The bivalent, now, now there's a bivalent so that, that they have like another strain, but the original strain is still part of that bivalent, you know, it, right. although, you know, medical countermeasures and emergency use authorizations, you know, why do, product why do being think, released on a study of eight mice, you, you know. Why do you think that is, why do, why do you think that we, we are, or not, we, not, I'm not, I'm not making jake. Why, why do you think that um, or half of it, of the bivalent is that original uh, spike? information that's what it is they basically they've taken the, they've taken the monovalent and then which was the b117 and then they've added another strain which is a bivalent now there are two strains b117 and then another one i'm unaware i'm unaware i'm unaware of the the other strain i i, I focus my attention on, on the virus that caused the public health emergency in the first place Okay, so uh, let's, so let's explain. First off, the reason that original or half of it is that original spike is for one thing called uh, somatic hypermutation. 
within just very short order, your body, your immune system improves its response each time it sees a, a particular pathogen, as long as it's not too close together, like intervals definitely matter. So that, I'll just use that there. And then obviously that this contributes to B cell memory and your B cells just get more efficient at creating, at creating antibodies. Uh, the updated... Uh, well, actually the target CD8, about. not B so, cells, but... Okay. Actually, no, it actually targets both. So just so you know, so yeah. So when I say somatic hypermutation that takes place in germinal centers, the entire public health emergency was based on concentration of CD8 cells. Oh, That's oh, why oh, they oh, waited. Oh, 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 hold on, I'm sorry. Hold on, one second. I'm sorry. Uh, Doc, okay, what what is your educational background before we continue this little this little bullshit? A bachelor's in psychology. Well, you're doing a lot of talk. And I have no, no, 20 no. years in business. And I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit about the 20 years. That, that, that's, that's completely ingermane. Uh, you're doing a lot of talking for a motherfucker with a bachelor's degree. No offense. You're doing, no a, lot of run, you're doing a lot of running it up, bro. You, 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 really, you really running it up for somebody who can't even explain his point and can't provide a single paper to prove anything clinically. You're doing a whole lot of talking. Whole lot, a whole four. lot of goddamn vowels and shit coming out your mouth for somebody who can't provide four. a goddamn paper. I've provided four, and I'm more well read than some PhDs. didn't show anything. Four of wait, wait, what'd you say? Say the last part. And I'm more well read than some PhDs. Not this PhD. Hmm. Yeah, well, I've provided cool. four papers. You haven't read them yet, have you? The four papers that you provided, I literally took you through each one and embarrassed you on no, you on tape. What? Not at all. Okay, Bro, I see. No, no, I see. All he got is reality. I see. I see. I see. So, so, so I see. So I, I understand it now. Kevin smokes meth, and you smoke crack, and then y'all switch. I Got think that, that, okay, that, that I think sense. the ACE two receptor will bind to the to the receptor binding domain of both you, spike proteins producing D one one seven and the no, vaccine. That's what all the papers bro, that I it's provided not even theoretical. show you. It, it, it's not even theoretical. I asked you for the evidence. It didn't show it. D N. Good night. You have no evidence. Literally. You ignore it. Like, you ignore I'm it. I'm not ignoring it. And you mute I people. Asked, oh, my God. Bro, bro, I'm muting you because you said I'm muting you because really me muting you is low-key helping you because the more you talk, the dumber you sound. Watch this. I'm going to prove it. I'm going to prove it right now. I'm going to give you a meatball. Please. I'm gonna, no, 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 real shit. I'm going to give you a meatball. You can't miss. You can't miss this shit, bro. This is a big, fat meatball. It's that goddamn tomato sauce all over. You ready for this meatball, bro? Check me out. Send me one, wait, what? Anyway, send me one paper in all of the God's creation or whoever the fuck, right? Send me one paper that shows that the SARS-CoV-2 mRNA-based vaccines are more dangerous than SARS-CoV-2 itself. Because you know what does hit the ACE2 receptor? SARS-CoV-2, the virus. But you're not concerned about that, right? Right, you, you, that's not concerning to you, right? At all. The actual virus that can actually propagate. Thank you for agreeing with me. The ACE2, the receptor binding what? domain for the virus binds you to shut up. I didn't agree. You just agreed bro, you with me. Up, bro, bro, you, you just agreed with me. No, you sound dumb. We were talking specifically about the confirmation that's in the mRNA based vaccine. Nice try. That shit works on the neo How it does not apply to receptor binding domain. And I gave bro, you a paper. Bro, stop it. You're not, bro, 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 bro. You're really not even qualified to talk to me. This is a courtesy. I gave you a paper. Look, 
and, and the paper didn't show it. I'm researchers honest. are qualified, not me. I'm just referring Bro, to them. They did the, the research. research. The research that you need not to read the research. Your point. I have read it. I read not, not I well enough. I wrote a 200-page dossier for the military on COVID. Who do you think you're talking to? Well, shut up. You, you don't know who you're talking to. You Teresa really don't Long know who you're talking says to. says you failed. And the DMED data shows that you failed and are wrong. What? This motherfucker's an idiot. Are you Hold serious? On. Yo, wait a minute. Bro, this is crazy. Can I ask one more question? I swear to oh, God. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Drew You got it. Oh, it. You got it. Like they know they're talking about is fun. So, that's receptor bonding domain. What's the confirmation that's most that is ideal or considered ideal for the S2P spike that's created by your body via during vaccination? What's the RBD confirmation that's most efficient? Or the RBD confirmation that's used in that S2P spike. Doc K. The life spikes is right. They're getting schooled. Yes. The RBD is on the S1 subunit. Confirmational changes on the, are on the S2 subunit. Fusion peptide and everything after the one that you mentioned no. remain closed. That's what that first paper that I sent shows. No. So let's There's try also, is also confirmational changes to the furin cleavage site, which is no, further no, down no, from the receptor binding domain. No, no, I didn't ask Except the binding you domain is the same. I didn't ask it binds to ACE2. I didn't ask you about that. Right, you asked me about ACE2 and the receptor binding domain. Now they're the same. I didn't ask you about furin cleavage site. So let's try this again. Let's try this again. Four, receptor binding domain. All right, let's try this again. What is in S2P? What does that look like? What, what position is it in? S2P is not dependent on S1. S2P is dependent upon TMPRSS2 cleaving it. No, from it's S1. not. When I say yes, S2P, it is. I mean, That's the way I natural mean, infection no, no, works. No, no, it's a two-stage oh process. No no, 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 no. That's not it. Yes, not it is. It. No, it's not. No, it isn't. You're wrong. It is. It when binds to ACE2. TMPRSS2 cleaves S1 from S2, and then S2 unfolds. You don't know what you're talking about. Give it to him, Sam. I mean, the spike protein created via vaccination. So the spike protein that your body creates when it's reading that mRNA transcript that got into your cells via transfection. That's what I'm asking. So the that version, the, the that version of spike protein, what position is the RBD in? S1 is not hindered. It can both take the S1 it can both take the up and the closed position. There are no conformational changes to the receptor binding domain. So you've missed the point. That's wrong. That so, is the point, and that's what the literature shows. That's what the paper says. No, the literature shows this. It's in black and white. The literature shows <laughs> I can't this. say that. It's closed, closed, open. That is it. That particular uh, uh, setup is not ideal or even uh, conducive for binding to ACE2. So your entire premise is done. I will, t uh, you know what? No, 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 one second. No, 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 one second, one second, one second. I, I, I appreciate it. I think you pretty much showed that. I, I want to ask you about this, uh, this DMED data that you talked about. So I actually posted it. That's public record. So I actually posted the data. So show me uh, w where the failure was. 
No. What was the failure? But you, you, I don't want to waste my time, and your ego can take no, it. No, 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 no. I'm not. You I'm win. not. No, no. How, no whoa, how's it wasting the time? You, you said something about it. That's okay. You don't want to read it. I'll read it. I, right. I just did the math. I don't worry about it. Thank so, you so much. DOD COVID 19 cumulative totals. So, all total, there were 740,942 cases. There were 690 deaths. You do the simple math on that. That is a percentage of point zero 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 nine. The Department of Defense had the lowest per capita death rate of COVID of any of, of any demographic in the entire country. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, probably at the after effects and, you know, 300% increase in cancer, 1,000% increase in neurological effects that come after. Ooh, I'm glad, no, no, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. 300% increase in cancer. What is the number on that 300% increase? What's the number? You want raw data? What over what? You want a numerator and a denominator? No, I, I, I just want the, yeah. No, I just want the number for the year before, year after and the year before. Just give me the number. I'll have to reference Thomas Renz and Teresa Long. Lieutenant no, Colonel no, you don't. Don't 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 you don't. Oh, yeah, because this is okay. First of all, Doc Keck has been posting about how he thinks the vaccine is a bioweapon. So uh, obviously he, he's at another level here. But this DMED data stuff is a long debunked anti-vax nonsense from uh, anti-vax attorney Thomas Renz, who testified in the dog and pony show with Ron Johnson about this. And it actually is an embarrassing error by anti-vaxxers. Basically what happened, even other anti-vaxxers had to correct them because it was so embarrassing. They they discovered that the original whistleblowers, quote unquote, had made a simple mistake in comparing 2021 with previous years. What they essentially did is counted every office visit instead of every diagnosis. So if you were newly diagnosed with, say, myocarditis, every visit you had with the military health system more or less was added up and compared to how many individuals had been diagnosed with myocarditis in previous years. So that created this fantasy about heart attacks being up 269%, cancer being up 300%, like all stuff that's technically impossible and is not happening. The cancer numbers, again, cancer death rate in 2021 was below all previous years. Cancer death rate in 2022 was below every year prior to 2019. It was 0.2% higher than 2000. 2019. There's no such thing as turbo cancer. And this is just another nonsensical conspiracy theory from crazy people like ethical skeptic who believes alien human hybrids live on Earth, believes COVID ended in June 2020 and, and was hidden by half the world since 2018. These are these are not serious claims by and these are not serious people making them. And uh, obviously it makes it, you know, Doc Keck fell for all this stuff. And it's honestly quite embarrassing that he's on here publicly admitting he felt for something that even anti-vaxxers had to call out for being so so wrong just want to throw that in there no and, and, I, and I definitely appreciate that uh real, real truth there and i would now challenge doc keck to provide the uh the link because all this information is publicly available provide the link that shows that there was a 300 percent increase in cancer in the department of defense i would love to see that i would love to see that stat I'd rather not. I'd rather focus on the S1 subject and cognitive aging for long COVID. Because you can't. Because you can't. Rather, rather because focus you can't. on long COVID. Because you can't. So first of all, now you want to talk about long COVID. Yeah. Now you want to talk about long COVID. So now, so now you want to do an emotional appeal. Uh, you know what? Thank you very much. Appreciate you, bro. I, I think you're pretty much done for tonight. You've been disproven 50 times. You've embarrassed yourself. And, I, and I'm now embarrassed for you by proxy. There's no evidence to anything that you have said. 
we literally that's public information. There's, there's and plenty of posted not, it. And, and, and if it's not public information, how the I fuck posted it for everyone. Us? Everyone can read it. It's in the ch it's oh, in the chain. Anyone no, no, no. Has I want video. the link. I want the it's link right there. from the DOD. Not not this bullshit. The S one subunit causes editorial. long COVID. COVID long haulers. Dr. Bruce Patterson that's has treated over fifty thousand patients. You can ignore. Removed from speakers. I'm bored now. I'm bored with you. Um, Rohan, you know it's, it's about that time, bro. <laughs> shit. Agreed. Agreed. It's uh, shit crazy. All right, I guess I can't talk quick on it. Go on, pick up. See if he picks up. <laughs> um, look, about the DMED data, the... the simple fact is is that thomas wrens they're right about counting offices uh, office visits as i understand it but i do still think that there are uh, increases that appear to show a problem again um how much they've gone and manipulated the data we don't know and the any sort of official body right now is is you've got to be considered um suspect and um it it is what it is if doc keck wants to pick up but um yeah look they ran from me they didn't want it they didn't like where it was going where i could just i could show that there was amyloidogenic sequences there was an amyloidogenic reaction captured by pet and they didn't want to see the rest of the data so they booted me and they've booted hey dude can you hear me what up yeah man <laughs> <laughs> you were doing great the that the only issue is is that the med data bro um yep. i i don't think um well rens has messed it up and that office counting thing was an issue okay um the, yeah, it was it was sidebar yeah and i just wanted to poke him <laughs> yeah and you know you were doing great with um, pointing them at, you know, the S1 subunit, the, it, the crazy objection to the, the fact that the recombinant uh, spike protein that they used is going to have different properties when it's got the same receptor binding domain is absolute nonsense. Exactly. Um, exactly. They just, they, they can't accept these phenomena have been reported and uh, uh, like you said in in black and white but um but when you said black and white i think that was the end for you there um can't be used i got racist time. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing a fantastic job and um yeah they they can't handle their evidence and like I say they kicked nope. me for well, I'm not even sure what they kicked me for. Just showing they everything. Can't handle the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, can you guys break down their two P lock argument? Well, I'll open the floor to you, please, Doc Heck. You, you, you're so eloquent at it. What's two? Hold on. What was the question? The two proline lock. Because they always uh, refer two... to the two proline lock and how it's locked everything in the down confirmation and um 
which is yeah I'll, I'll let you explain it it's not accurate. Their their explanation is not accurate. I mean, if you look at uh, the paper uh, that I presented here, I'm going to post this into the chat so yeah, that uh, you guys can have this in the future. Uh, just post it here. I'll bring it up on screen. Okay. Yep. There it is. Oh, okay. Boop. Um, I was sending boop. you the papers for the um, animation. Yep. I was hoping you would pick those up, throw them at. But, uh, I was you, about to. You, <laughs> actually, you actually did a good job of um, explaining the cholinergic interactions. I don't think you really needed it, but it would have been nice if they had the papers pushed in their face, saying, "You know, this is this is what we see." And um, we see. I did. I, I did. He just ignored him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So distinguishing distinguishing features of current COVID nineteen vaccines, knowns and unknowns of antigen presentation and modes of action. So, what's the main part that we? So I'm looking for it. Um, it's where is it? Um, it's kind of down here. Structural properties, structures of the spike protein in pre and post confirmations. No, it's going to be um, towards the bottom, distinguishing features of vaccine independent of an immunogen structure. Believe that's where it starts. I need to find it. Distinguishing features. I've got it. So, as outlined in the preceding section, substantial differences appear to exist among current vaccines that can affect the confirmation. S and its presentation to the immune system. Independent of such antigenic effects, the fundamentally different mechanisms of action and ways of production are likely to introduce additional variation to the character characteristics of immune responses and possible adverse reactions. Adenovirus vector and mRNA vaccines promote substantially different innate responses that will certainly influence the nature of adaptive immune responses. There's clear evidence that the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine might induce higher levels of specific T-cells, whereas mRNA vaccines might induce higher antibody titers. The relevance of these differences for protection are not yet clear. Similarly, immune responses to protein-based vaccines shaped by the adjuvant used, for example, by shifting CD4 T-cells towards either Th1 or Th2. Okay. Sorry, uh, I, I, found, I found the part here. I'm, gonna, okay. I'm just going to get this to you because I think this really expresses it. It's under um, adenovirus vector vaccines under the image. And it says uh, all of the constructs of all four adenovirus vector vaccines contain the full length spike protein. So although the constructs of all four adenovirus vaccines contain the full length spike protein, there are some differences in construct design with respect to mutations for stabilizing S, as well as the signal uh, peptide, the N-terminus of S that requires attention. Only the Janssen vaccine contains S-stabilizing mutations comprising not only the two prolines to S2, right? So, the, so comprising not only the two prolines in S2, but also the S1, S2 furin cleavage site, which is mutated from 6A2RRAS685 to SRAG, okay? So 
the two prolines inserted to S2 are on the fusion peptide in order to keep the S2 subunit in a closed pre-fusion state. Those are the two prolines that are added um, to, uh, to the mRNA uh, spike expression. Okay. And when it comes to the mRNAs, and the Janssen is the only one with any conformational changes to the furin cleavage site. All of the other vaccines um, will express the furin cleavage site in its totality. So I was correct in the mRNAs, you know, mm -hmm. yes. S1 subunit being produced in its totality. Yes. That's what the paper says. Yeah. Um, and the issue is, is that it still gets cleaved and I will yes. refer back to uh, this paper, Adverse Effects of COVID-19 mRNA va Vaccines, The Spike Hypothesis. And you can go down and you can, there's a nice sort of sketch up of the different ways that the spike protein is either presented at the cell or escapes the cell, either as fragments or whole spike. And it's, it's, this, that, it's this escape that is the issue in you've got these reactive epitopes that um amyloidogenic you know i'd have i was waiting to ask him would you gene transfect prion protein right if they told you it was a vaccine a scrapey prion protein would you transfect it right that because th th that's the equivalence in my mind right when when you're looking at these amyloidogenic peptides and I, I don't think that, well, knowing those cretins, they probably would. <laughs> but we have, there's just a, a working construct that you would, you would do anything and everything to avoid exposure to peptides that had that property, pre-energic properties. And... Well, they're they're forcing it on thousands, and you know, like I said, I didn't. Um, he didn't want to hear the the evidence that I was bringing forth, and they misconstrued the argument, trying to say that I was saying that the shot gave him uh, Alzheimer's, and that wasn't the case. It was just the case that they they happened to do the scan to look for cardiac amyloidosis. Right, as they were doing his um, workup for Alzheimer's, and he'd had an he'd had the shot a day before, and there's there's the signal, and you know from there from there you walk to Pristorius and um, yeah the amyloidogenic clots and the but. That I think they knew where that was going, and they they want to deny that, or they're desperate to deny that these amyloidogenic clots can happen because this happened. Um, hang on, there's a question. S can't bind. Um, the S one unit is capable of binding, but it doesn't have the necessary components required to go through all the conformation changes that would pull the um if a virion was attached pull the virion to the surface of the cell so that the membranes can touch and start a sort of endocytic 
um, type approach. So, um, and and it was also thought that by um, producing uh, the prolines on S two that you would uh, reduce syncytia, uh because it was thought that um, S two was the primary one responsible for that occurring. But we later find out that you know S one has its own mechanisms that can cause that. Mm. So, um, looking for any, I, I don't know if you, if you want to come on, Sam, I can send you a Discord link in Discord. Let me, uh, because it, it's probably worth walking through. When going over the like amyloidogenic sequences, it's why I, I kind of I really like Pretorius and then that other um, prior ET observation of the binding to AVB3 integrin because it shows uh, like a direct activation of amyloidogenesis. Yeah, I, I had I had that paper up, although my because I reset everything, all my notes and papers got. But yes, that is a good paper. But yeah, like he had me blocked and was just claiming I couldn't, uh, I was too cowardly to come on. And <laughs> just, they're full of shit, man. Yeah, he kept muting me and then I kept unmuting me. I think that unnerved him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I don't. I need to sort through manuscripts, but um, obviously monologue says S1 subunit still binds by the RBD to ACE2 despite being, it's not in a close confirmation when it's released, it's cleaved from the S2 segment. Well, no, I think, I think there's a bit of confusion here because um, S2 can be open and closed and, and S1 can also be open and closed or up or down. So, so he's, he's, so yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, like ACE2, uh, the S1 subunit will bind to ACE2 when it's in an up or an open position. But when uh, the RBD is in a closed or down position, uh, it can bind to the alpha 7 receptors of the nicotine acetylcholinergic uh, system. So it's an either or. Uh, let's see. Do any of them work for any of the black hats involved in the bioweapon rollout? Yeah, well, apparently Copeland is now working for the military in that biodefense space. He and, announced it. Yeah, so um, take that for what it was. Oh, there's Sam. Yep. Uh, let me bring him in. Okay. And when he was mentioning bioweapons and stuff, I was like, well, you really just need to look at uh, Dr. David Martin because he's really collated all that information down to the patents and... Why they're weapons and what's wrong with them? <laughs> um, we we need to make a group chat and you need to add me as a friend, dude. I think. And you into this. All right, that's us. So, gonna call. 
hopefully the three of us will it's me talking hoi hoi yeah i can hear you let's just uh wait for sam to the lifeboat Ian Copeland is a postdoctoral associate in African studies at the University of Pittsburgh. He was also appointed to the Department of Music. He received a PhD in ethnomusicology. <laughs> 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 well, no, that Drew actually, it's like all he has, the one that wants to talk about prolines and confirmation changes, his degree is in African American studies. Oh. Well, maybe it's, maybe it's different and we just don't know. Uh, well, I mean, he talks about Bantu knots. Um... <laughs> All right, Sam. Yeah, I see him in there. Maybe just uh, check your mi microphone settings in Discord. Make sure you get your inputs and outputs right under voice and video in settings. I know sometimes there are differences in defaults and stuff. So, you know, did I, did I, was there much to be achieved there? No, I, I just wanted to go in and, and, you know, show, yeah, we'll come up and get in your face. And, you know, it was a lesson in them running away from data and misinterpreting, um, and, and misconstruing what 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 I was saying, and you know what they were, what they were saying to you was um, downright obnoxious. And the again, the fact that the um, I'm here but don't hear anything. I have to change device settings. Yeah. Okay. So um, Sam is in. So we just we'll just give him a few minutes. Check. Check. Yay! There you go. How you doing, bro? Oh, now he's gone oh. again. Oh. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, yes. Can you hear us? Perfect. Yes. Y'all sound good. Yes. Um, very, very good. Um, so what was uh, your impression, dude? Well, I missed the beginning of it, but I caught the towards the end, and it's, you know, the typical insults and just... I, I loved how he wanted you to call him doctor, and then he called you a Nazi shortly after that. And... <laughs> It's like, uh, you know, is this a two-way street or what? The the point that I'm I, I'm still like I don't know how to address with my audience would be when you know like Drew loves to say, uh, oh no, that can't happen. It can't bind to ACE two because of the two proline lock. It's fine. It does it doesn't uh, cause any problems. What's the response? What's like the best? response to that well i my response would be that it does get cleaved and then once it's cleaved and that two proline lock is not in play the s1 subunit is then free if it flips to the open position to bind to ace2 right okay let me ask you though cleaved from where is are we talking so, spike so, has been expressed yeah. on the outside of the cell that's produced it or so let, me yeah. just, let me share my screen yeah. actually because i've got a good okay. diagram for you to look at and it helps explain what i think this is the one you were showing earlier yes so this this paper here 
And so you can sort of follow it from the top left-hand corner so that mRNA lipid nanoparticle fuses with the cell. And then it begins the translation process via the ribosomes. And then the spike protein is trafficked through the Golgi apparatus. And in this paper, they're saying there's intracellular urine cleavage, which um, you can see in the bottom right-hand corner, there's like a circle, which would be like an exosome. And that's got a spike protein on it. Then there's the um, membrane-bound component, but there's all the small um, S2 and S1 units. Okay, And then they're then released extracellularly and can be picked up by, um, and just bind to receptors, a whole bunch of receptors, but um, they can bind to ACE2. The, question, the, the technical question here is, how do those fragments, not fragments, um, subunits, how do they go about and be um, trafficked into other cells, nearby cells, cause damage, like triggering pre-energic pathways? And the don't think we have a we have that really sketched out um you know i'm i'm more inclined towards the exosome release in like the top left hand corner where the whole spike unit gets out and then that will um the exosome will fuse with other cells and then It'll be brought in and then cleaved. Then you get the fragments. But um, but that's the one. That's the process they're saying can't happen. And isn't that what uh, like Bhakti has seen in his autopsies? Complete spike that can't be broken down. Uh, you know what? I, I haven't paid much attention. You're talking about Sukrat Bhakti, the I. Yeah, the autopsies where he's just finding loads of spike in all the tissues. Uh, I I think you're talking about Burkhart, Anna Burkhart, oh, right? Yes, German, I am. I am <laughs> German pathologist. So, yeah, they're they're finding um, expressed spike protein in tissues where it's not supposed to be there, and I've seen in the last. Um, few days that there he's got new slides and in this case uh, embryo and the embryo is studded with spike protein Oof. yeah Bad man. yeah and you know, again you know a lot of the game that they play is um it's, it, it's got to be published etc and and so when i was speaking to him he's and I explained the amyloidogenic component. He was like, well, show, show something clinical, anything like a, a case report. So I showed him this case report of the amyloid causing a reaction in the arm of an individual. And they, they tripped out at that and then essentially booted me after, <laughs> after a few minutes. 
But I was just well, saying. You had to claim that you're, you were saying that he got Parkinson's in one day from the shot, which no, is not. No, that's, that's not what I was saying at all. Yeah, exactly. They ha- they're just like the fact checkers. That's the same sort of tactics that the fact checkers use is they'll mis- misconstrue something or misrepresent something and then attack that straw man that they set up. Uh, that's yeah. exactly what they're doing. Yeah. 100. Sorry, Drew. Uh, okay. Yes. Okay, another, another question then for you guys while I got you. S2, you've got the, the three inserts on the... Um, it's not the receptor binding domain, but the the three corners. There's a certain name for it. Um, when when S2 gets cleaved off and it floats around and those things hit a cell wall or something, do we know the process of what's happening there or what impact that has? Hmm. No, are you talking about the variable loop regions? The that bind DC sign. Yes, I th- I th- yes, uh, the, exactly. Yeah. So the presumption would be that they get into um, immune cells, microglia, with immune cells in the brain. Uh, and, and this is how they attack the T cells. Yes. Yeah. But th- <laughs> my my understanding is is that um, this is a study that Doc Keck way better than me is the spike protein it's the s1 unit that's being found in c c16 monocytes in long covid is that right Kate? yes um so maybe could you could you explain that to sam because i actually really need to hit the bathroom real quick go back and say uh, s1 subunit causes long covid um uh, S1 subunit being found in non-classical monocytes up to 15 months. Uh, researcher of the name of Dr. Bruce Patterson, uh, who runs COVID long haulers um, and is the president of Incel DX. Uh, he is the world expert on cytokines and chemokines, uh, which are like immunotransmitters, like your interleukins, your interferons, you know, they're, they're they're basically like neurotransmitters for your immune system. Uh, he found that the S1 subunit, when it's in uh, CD16, uh, binds to fractal kine along the endothelial, uh, causing angiogenesis uh, and vasodilation. Uh, microglia is a form of CD16, so his observations would, would apply uh, to microglia as well. Um, they've also noticed uh, mitochondrial dysfunction in, in microglia. Uh, long COVID uh, occurs, and is called long COVID, at least I call it, because the, the cells last longer than what they're supposed to. Uh, when they, uh, when S1 positive CD16 binds to fractalkine, it's like their internal apoptosis clock resets. So they're only supposed to last a couple days, you know, a week tops. But when they bind to fractalkine, it's like they, they get reset into day one. Okay, you know, so that's signaling inflammation for a, lo- a longer period, hence the long COVID. Is right. that right? Yes, and they're antigen-presenting um, cells. So, you know, depending upon uh, the aspect of S1 uh, expression, it's going to cause, you know, one of three uh, major down cascades. You know, if it binds to ACE2, you can have down regulation of uh, ACE2, mitochondrial dysfunction, um, 
uh, anti-inflammation uh, dysregulation. If it binds to alpha-7, you're going to have an increase of phospholipases, neurological dysfunction. And then if the furin cleavage site is expressed binding to AVB3 integrin, if it binds to platelets, then you have your amyloidogenesis. And then it can also bind um, to other CD16, to other phagocytes, and it will in, and it will cause them to turn into a phagocytotic state where they, in essence, become autoimmune, just start eating things around them because that they've been activated. So okay. depending upon which aspect, and I think that, that the angiogenesis, and I'm of the opinion that the angiogenesis is, is more of a result of expression for the furin cleavage site because we see phylopodia formation whenever um, that is expressed, which would explain the angiogenesis. blood vessel formation it's mutation you know you have a growth of cells a cancer <laughs> okay thank you. yeah i'm just looking up angiogenesis right here because i don't know what that word is so thank yeah. you you're welcome yeah, i know i get twisted in the terms i'm not a doctor so i have to make it make sense to myself too <laughs> yeah, fine. um so are there because there's a lot of people that took these shots in my audience that um are always looking for things that will help is there a any kind of chemical or um, yes. compound that they can take that helps with this process? Is it natokinase or something else? Natokinase will help to break down the spike protein. Um, when you're dealing with long COVID CD16 monocytes specifically, uh, Dr. Bruce Patterson notates Maraviroc, M-A-R-A-V-I-R-O-C. It's a CCR5 antagonist. That's the receptor that's binding to fractalkine. So if you're able to interrupt that pathway, uh, you're a lot, the monocytes, uh, sentence, you know, apoptosis clock is allowed to run out. They pass okay. and are allowed to be cleared. Okay. Helpful. Yep. Thank you. Um, Pleasure. People, like I say, uh, I, this is just what people told me. I can't vouch for the effectiveness, but quercetin obviously um yeah the natokinase um now Karmadoc, who's was around um she's a big proponent of low dose naltrexone and that's to sort of help get the inflammation under control uh, especially in sort of long long covid type situations so, you know, there's a there's a list of well supplements and pharmaceuticals that are, are potentially available. But I would say this: it's a case of you know, if if one thing doesn't work for you, you know, don't, right. keep trying. Yeah, just keep trying to find something that does. And the and, oh no, no, no go on. Oh, I, I want to ask you as well. So, um, flush niacin, the, the non-time release B3, is something that I've taken that has helped tremendously with some of the symptoms after I was exposed to Spike. A lot of people in my audience, same thing. Um, is there is there a mechanism that comes to mind that you guys can think of? Because, I mean, it, you take... It, like I've taken it in three and four grams where you get your skin turns red and, and yeah, it's bloody uh, uncomfortable, right? <laughs> yeah. You get this big thermic reaction and it's I, I, the way Dimitri kind of explained it is it's balancing cellular energy. Um, is, does that make sense? Like mm. what do you guys might be uh, doing there? 
I, I don't know. I'm just wondering if it's the fact that you're just opening up fine capillary beds and it's just sort of a flushing component okay. that's just sort of carrying it out of out of tissue to so it can be attempted to be broken down. Um I I I don't have any um, real sort of knockdown answers. I was speaking to this guy who claims that they've been able to um basically so allicin, the active ingredient in garlic and make it as a uh, well essentially it sounds like a lipid nanoparticle again um but to be able to sort of um inhale it and um he thinks that that's a way of um breaking down the spike as well and just name on twitter And I'll, I'll just uh, kind of give you a tip since we're kind of talking treatments, um, just uh, against viruses in general. Um, NAC, uh, if nebulized, like if you're dealing with an acute lung inf infection, if it's nebulized or like I've used it just kind of like with steam, um, and in inhaled uh, can help because it, it will uh, attack and break down disulfide bonds. And most uh, RNA viruses, their chemical structure is held by disulfide bonds, so it's a way of attacking virae on a, on a chemical level. If you're dealing with like an acute situation, you can also take it internally and it'll um, act as an antioxidant and later turn into glutathione. Yes, uh, that was part of Dimitri's protocol. NAC, I think, was one of the most beneficial things that I took all through the, the pandemic. And there were a lot of people in my audience that were having like uh, chest pains, myself included. You know, nothing major or anything, but like just minor, almost um, muscle pains, but a little deeper than than the pectoral. And the NAC really seems to like settle that down and make it go away. And that was uh, part of Dimitri's sort of process was that conversion into glutathione. I think. Um. I mean, you can always just buy glutathione. That's a supplement you can get. Um, so I put the the guy's name is Allison B or five, and then it's got some Japanese kanji. But basically, he has a vape built version of of this garlic Allison. Um, he he's he's a he's a strong advocate for its ability to break down white protein there's there's that option again i'm i'm just i i'm just saying people just got to try and find what works and you know sort of temper expectations if you've if you've been stuck in a long haul estate then you're Often it can be a long, long path to recovery, and people are kind of expecting, you know, take one thing and boom, you, you're back to a hundred percent, and that's very rarely 
case. Um, I think it would. I think it would probably be even worse when you're dealing with the synthetic RNA that that we know is persistent. Um, yeah, and then and then you've got tissue damage everywhere. So I, the the way I kind of communicate it is you're trying to maintain more than anything. I mean, you might never get back to normal, but you can halt the process and and uh, reduce the the symptoms. And it, it, there's a the, the reflex that has been not even reflex, but it, it's like a the the full court press to make sure that vaccines was was the only option. I mean that it is a crime against humanity, and this. I don't. I, I don't know how much we'll sort of pull back from that. Um, it could be that they've caused an immense, immense amount of long-term harm. And you know, there was a very disturbing data point out of Germany this week. The um, baby drought continues. It's lower than it's been. Well, in any of the other comparisons. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, how long does that have to go on with sustained excess deaths before we really start seeing serious problems? You've got um, a doubt claiming that, you know, there's three million extra on the disability register in the US. Yep, that's right. Uh, again, it, it increased by the last number I saw was two point three million uh, above the baseline. I, I guess he's refined that, or maybe it's just continued to grow. And uh, you know, uh, one of the, I, I just posted uh, to Twitter a thread about uh, yeah, I forget what it was. I've done several in the last couple of days. But there were, I just searched for hiring bonus. And I mean, they're, they're, they're paying nurses $40,000 bonuses to work after, if, after they've worked for three years. That is an insane to me. Uh, they are flush with COVID cash. They don't have the people because they're getting sick. I mean, one of the threads I did today about the eye stuff. Oh, oh, I saw did, that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the, the, what I call vax noodles coming out of the girl's eye. Yeah, I'm just my. What do you think? I'm just wondering if that was uh, mucus, very sticky, mucoid buildup that she's pulled off. I don't know. But I'd love it, to get a sample and get it analyzed by. Yeah, yeah, and the you, you know if it's tough like these amyloid. Um clots then yeah that would that would definitely be problematic but my guess my my first instinct would be the eye is producing a lot of mucus to try to protect itself and just get how the sort of immune cells move over the front of the eye and and it would be stringy like that you think well so i i would think of it like this so if you 
close your eyes, you would sort of compress it, right? The outermost part or the layer. And she probably, you know, she's blinked and then wiped her finger across it and it's come out like a sort of thin looking line rather than a sort of, rather than the shape of the eye, right? So the eyelid has acted a bit like a window wiper. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. And yeah. So, but yeah, the, the pink eye and the, it, it definitely seems to be a thing and it's associated now with the, whatever version we're on now, IB5, whatever. <laughs> uh, I forgot what they've called it now, Arcturus, something like that, right? Yeah, and, and there's a guy on uh, Twitter that's pushing mass as a solution to this that's calling it SARS-CoV-3 at this point. Oh, so, uh, yeah. Three. <laughs> He's uh, Turnbull is his name. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, look, you, c you can wear a full-on respirator and what have you that'll help probably but it's pretty obvious now that the surgical masks don't do anything right not not against right. an aerosolized uh, agent like this bro uh, there was there was a study that came out it said a majority of deaths are due to bacterial infection not COVID-19 mirroring the exact same paper that Fauci wrote about the Spanish flu oh when was this <laughs> This is recent. Ah, let's see if I can find it. Uh, give me, give me a minute. It's gonna. I didn't have that one handy. I just remember seeing it. Um, it was uh, um, yeah. Look, you know, a mask is. Look, I I would have to wear masks all the time, right? And, you know, at the at the start of the pandemic, when we knew nothing, I was, you know, and I was convinced it had come out of a lab. I would just be like, OK, you've got to mitigate as much as you can till we know what we, till we find out exactly what the impact is. And, you know, after, you know, within six months, we realized that there was this heart, the age stratification with respect to risk. Um, you know the concern is just the long the long hauler type but i just i don't see a mask being useful in that context and i don't know it's look man the dudes who are fixing my roof right now they're wearing masks all day out in here i told i told them you don't need to wear a mask here <laughs> i ain't gonna uh complain but no they're up there humping concrete about <laughs> <laughs> wearing masks and it's fucking hot already uh, but just Japanese for you they're uh, they masks uh, ma well masks were just part of the landscape here anyway right it was always common to see people wearing masks and uh, it's not my country right so I'm not going to be telling them what to do and what not to do I mean, I can tell the, you know, my daughter is self-conscious now about speaking without a mask on. So if she doesn't have a mask, she'll put her hand over the front of her face, right? That, that's, what's, that's what that has done. My boys, I, I stopped them wearing masks pretty early on. 
once we realized that kids weren't at risk. And my one of my boys had a, he still got a skin problem, even now, sort of a few years later. I'm always having to sort of put skin cream onto his face because it gets inflamed. And yeah, it's a, it's an, it's an odd, odd, odd set of circumstances to deal with. And I wish I had better solutions. And you know, the yeah, you you could mask up, but yeah, if you, if you want to be safe and secure, you want like a full face respirator. You want it tight fitting, and so it's not going in your eyes and uh, you know, real heavy duty N95 filters on it. And yeah, you you'll mitigate that way. But who who's going to do that? day after day hours after hours i i don't i don't think that that's possible that's that's why this as a weapon it's so effective eventually eventually even the most ardent mask wearer will, will get exposed and so i i sort of view it as well you've got a you want to be in as a, a best position as possible so that it doesn't take you it doesn't hit you too hard and that that just means the health the health advice to, to do that. yeah you know gene gene transfection is not one that <laughs> i think is uh is up there i i don't think the data is there for its efficacy um all the time you're seeing sustained excess death um the that just shows it didn't work right Did, like point on the graph where the intervention took place and you saw a positive effect no one can do that now i've seen you know we was last time i was speaking to that crowd they were saying that maybe this is something you could answer sam has looked into it the um, so states with higher vaccination had lower mortality than the states with lower vaccination. Um, have you heard that? I have heard that. Um, I don't have a good answer for it. Well, I mean, I, I would say this, that potentially the gene transfection approach works as a short-term palliative. Right, but it's obvious it's not sustained. And you know, at what point do you say you can't have you know boosters aren't helping anymore? And I, I, I don't know, like class switching of your antibodies is that that not enough of a warning sign to say um, stop? To me, it is. They claim that's not happening or not real, or uh, you don't know what you're talking about whenever you bring that up. So I don't. I haven't even heard their their counter argument to that. But, um, but so that's often where I hear Drew go into uh, uh, hyper somatoform transformation, right? That the immune system will pick many many epitopes, but. Eh. 
I, I don't think the data supports that because you see this um, imprinting antigenic type sin which has been reported and yeah and and the class switching so you know it's it's one of those things where you know it's such a complex problem one thing is not gonna be the solution for all people now the If you have sort of like severe health concerns, like you you have COPD, something like that, maybe maybe yep. maybe gene transfection is is all right for you. But the healthy, uh, I'm not buying that. They can't demonstrate to me that it it's it's helped in any way. All you need to demonstrate is a 0.003% case fatality rate with almost all of them being uh, in the immunocompromised in order to justify uh, vaccination. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the path they've taken. And, you know, but a lot of what I heard or I've heard being argued is... Children. It's not so much children, it's that it'll stop long COVID. And the evidence just isn't there that it does that. For and two so, months, it's a short-term benefit. Yeah, yeah. And so... I would... I would just... Uh, you know, for people listening, I would just tread very, very carefully. The medical professionals who claimed they know what they were doing don't. You saw how quickly they tried to get me off that space as soon as the evidence was pointing towards that there's... There's an amyloidogenic risk at play. And then there's, then there's just the concerns about the vaccines themselves, the plasmids and um, double-stranded RNA. Kev McKernan talks about, um, you know, I'm, it's very, very, again, I, I, I don't want to say not to do it because I know that there's many people Listen, listening to me that I know we're just forced to, right? And so I, I don't want to have like purity tests of, um, oh, you, you, you had a vaccine, so we just can't talk to each other anymore. Um, I, don't, I don't think that's the appropriate way of um, comporting self. Um, it's more about find those that have been harmed and try to try to find ways for them to get redress at this point. And you know what? Apart from my first run in with SARS, touch wood, we've been um yes, big boy. Yeah, they're they're fixing the roof, big boy. Yes, yes. Sorry about that. Um oh, what I was saying. You guys had any comments to what I was saying? <laughs> yeah. I do actually, um, on the liability standpoint, mm. you know, uh, I did insurance for a while and I learned the difference between products liability, uh, which, you know, the vaccines have a certain um, liability shield when it comes to their product, but there's also something called operations liability. 
uh, in relation to those who are um, either distributing or administering the product. And I'm not necessarily sure that the private entities that are, you know, taking part uh, in the distribution and administration of this bioweapon in concert with the United States military, to which as of tomorrow, there is no longer a declared emergency for the emergency use. Uh, if they are then exposing themselves to some kind of operations liability for uh, distributing an emergency use authorization medical countermeasure against the law without any declared emergency. Didn't they try and skirt that, though, with the way they approved the bivalent without doing clinical trials? Well, see, the whole thing about medical countermeasures is that they're non-investigational. So they didn't even have to do the study on the eight mice before they released the bivalent to children. That was just for show. Okay. Okay. Uh, right. But so um, according to Section 564, there's two things that need to be provided. Uh, one, uh, notice that it is an emergency use authorization product, right, which would be in relation to a declared emergency that expired today. And then two, um, that, that all risks and benefits, um, as well as the extent to which they are both known and unknown, need to be provided. Now, we know that the S1 subunit causes COVID that which means that notice for the possibility of long COVID, even if you don't know what the percentage is, still needs to be provided, according to Section 564. So those okay. two points. Yeah, that's helpful. Um, I wish it was to me, because I blanked out as you were. <laughs> um. I'll I'll get it in the replay. I'll watch I'll watch the replay. But um, I, I, Sam, as in your circle, are there people sort of pursuing legal avenues like uh, Anthony has here? Uh, Anthony, who? Oh, that's I'm who you're talking to right now. Uh, oh, uh, um. You know, I had a caller in the last show talk about another, uh, you know, like you did with um, uh, uh, the doctor. Um, oh, gosh, I'm blanking on his name. But, you know, we had Reiner Fulmacher do his whole synthetic trial thing. There's somebody doing that apparently up in Canada. Problem with those is they never they never go anywhere. It's like you do all that stuff. Mm. It's not a real process. The authorities aren't going to go after themselves. And I think it's really just going to take making people aware of what's been done to them and what's happening and how they're being gaslit today to, to where it's too uncomfortable for the politicians to go on denying it because they're losing too much, too much face in the process. And I think that's what we saw with, uh, I can't remember if it was Australia or the UK, one of the uh, politicians coming out saying, you know, these are killing people and we need to do something. Oh, and uh, think, Andrew Bridgen, you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and th as soon as he's done that, they've, you know, ejected him from the party. They've, um, right. th th 
they're determined to shut down any form of dissent. And, you know, the really disturbing part for me is that they're medicalizing dissent now. Yeah. And well, also look at what happened with at the um, Berkshire Hathaway meeting where you had head of the, this legal group basically stand up and say the guy the, that uh, Buffett associated with pedophile Bill Gates and that created quite an uproar. But I, I think the, the I heard about start- that. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Could you explain exactly uh, what happened? Because I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I need to click on that. And I, I saw it, but I just didn't follow through on it. So he, I think it's in my, my timeline on Twitter. But uh, probably where I saw it. <laughs> he basically, he stood up. He's got three minutes to speak. So he starts speaking and talking about how the Gates Foundation um, was supposed to fund all of these initiatives to do, you know, good things out in the world. And then in the end, that money didn't go to what they said it was going to. It got diverted to all of these woke causes, uh, which everybody was okay with that. And then he got, he got interrupted, but he said, you know, look, I, I, I have the floor. He appealed to the chair of the meeting and said, do I still have my time? He's like, yep, you get your three minutes, so you still have time. And then from there, he goes on to connect Bill Gates to Jeffrey Epstein and to um, Warren Buffett. And the crowd just, whoa, they did not like that. Everybody starts booing. They don't want to hear that because he's just, you know, these guys, this is a shareholder meeting. All these people have money in this company. And this guy just set up, stood up and said he's a pedophile. Or he associates with pedophiles. And uh, it, it is. And he still had the floor. The chair had given him the time, but he was forcibly grabbed by the police. All oh, right, the they they ejected him. Okay. Out. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how that went down. I mean, it, that that kind of thing didn't happen a long time ago. And it's you know, like I in the show, I did a the last show was a comparison of the Holocaust of 1940s to what's happening today. Mm-mm. Yeah, I I watched that and one, and, um... and I brought in the whole the whole bury the chains. Well, when the Quakers were going out to these town meetings talking about the horrors of slavery, it was the politicians controlling the meetings that were the remote sharecrop owners. So they didn't want to hear it either, but it was their tireless efforts of just educating people over and over and over again. This is what's happening. Here's how the people are being treated. Here's what the slave ships look like. Here's how you can get stuff that hasn't been funded uh, or uh, that isn't cheaper because slave labor is being used. And eventually they couldn't help but jump you know politicians they're always looking for a parade to run out in front of and claim they were they were the organizer of it the whole time so that's where yeah. i think we have to get to with this mm-hmm. um you know I, I had a very interesting discussion uh with this scots guy at the beginning of the because of the name gaslighting gilligan well that's the name of his book public but um 20 plus years serving veteran in the military and you know his his point was and it's something that i agree with totally a hundred percent right that these systems that we're dealing with right now have been in play i don't know in in the modern context let's sort of go back to like the 1800s where Corporate law 
really begins to emerge as being a sort of powerful player, right? And this is where countries themselves became corporations. And in 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 this invite, so so his argument boils down to that they're basically gaslighting you into. Well, they're psychologically breaking you, such particularly men, such that they either emasculated and become potentially useless and just dropouts, or they're they're funneled into the military, and the military is essentially nothing more than um, a privateer force for these um, corporate entities. And That's right. The the question was you know how 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 do you how, how do you navigate around it or tunnel underneath it to bring it down when you're dealing with something that is you know multi-generational in terms of its existence engages in the worst of moral and literal physical crimes against those that get in its way and well the the example of the stock meeting speak out of turn and the uh, the corporate jackboot comes down on you and drags you out you're you're not allowed you're not allowed to speak and well, I guess the point of the conversation it sort of got to was that what we're seeing right now, and, and I agree with his premise, is that they've been angling towards this current state of affairs that we're in, which is this World War Three, one of a better vernacular. And um, his point was, which was the sort of silver lining on, on the cloud, was it's not going as well as they were hoping and how do how do we how do we leverage their them being off balance right now because you know i think covid was part of it things of bioweapons release um yep. the war in ukraine had been planned for a very very long time um it hasn't don't think it's gone their way but what 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 are we to do beyond the sort of information sharing and trying to by every person that we can wake up is i i consider that a victory um but the there's not enough of us dude what do we do yeah so my approach is uh you know that's obviously what i do with my show is trying to educate people not just to what's happening in the world but to the sort of structural flaws in the idea of government and that it's you know a monopoly on violence and they have one tool and they don't have a need to uh you know provide a product or service that people want to voluntarily pay for they're not subject to market signals like competition or innovation or uh, you know any of the normal things that a private company that it, their their services aren't mandated that everyone must purchase uh, like you get with government the we're heading into just a, a tremendous storm here because 
and this is where we were talking earlier about the nurses and the, the hiring bonuses. There's this Peter Zehan book about basically the de population decline and how when when it reaches a tipping point, it essentially you go to third world or second world, third world status real fast. Mm -hmm. And what I've been describing to my audience is the world exists today in a certain footprint based on the number of people that we have. You can't have the complexity of a New York City or a Los Angeles or a Chicago with a third of the people or two thirds of the people. And really, I think Peter kind of dials in in his book. Once you hit 10%, you're, you're kind of major, major changes are happening. So you, you I think mean 10 drop in population in the, in the workforce, just in the labor force. Right. So, you know, we're out 3 million injured. We've got uh, probably the uh, best number I think would probably be the ethical skeptic. He's a little over a million dead in the U S from uh, the entire, you know, COVID plus lockdowns plus uh, vaccine deaths. He, he puts that number at about a million. So we're not there yet. I think we're seeing the cracks in the healthcare system. Like some of those stories around the, the eye problems that I looked up today. You, know, you had the one of those ladies was a nurse and the hospital was short shorthanded. They didn't have enough people. And of course she works there, but she's out for several days with this viral infection going on in her face. Um, we're going to see just major collapses and everything's going to have to reorganize. At the same time, what's happening is the dollar's failing. Uh, and before, you know, like when, it, when this happens in Venezuela, what do they do? Oh, you know, the, the boulevard's not worth anything. We'll roll out the strong boulevard and we'll give you one of the strong boulevards to 10 of the old ones because it's so much stronger. And it's, it's the same scam, but the people didn't have any other option. Now with crypto, we have an option. So what I tell my audience is, Kind of prepare for that. Um, yeah, I'll get you some social links. Uh, prepare for that now and go into it with a mindset of we're going to have sort of a rebalancing of society. I think a lot of manufacturing is going to have to be local because the ships are going to stop coming, especially if we're at war with China or something like that. Yeah, or, which they're itching for. Yeah, or you just can't get enough ship captains. Those don't grow on trees just like doctors don't. So all of these professions, especially related to globalism and global travel, they all took the shots because, well, you can't, can't travel without it. So they're fucked royally. Mm -hmm. And so I, I try and sort of plant the seed with them. The way out of this is to decentralize. It's the opposite of the centralization that has occurred over the last 250 years. And we have to, if you take, think about it, if we had something like Bitcoin or XRP or another crypto replacing uh, the state's ability to print and coin money like they do with the dollar, they can't fight their endless wars of aggression anymore. They can't uh, do this pandemic response, pandemic response anymore because they won't be able to print the money without raising direct taxes. So much of what they've done has been to just steal value from the existing dollars in circulation. Yes. They print up a new batch of dollars. They get to spend it at today's rates. By the time it gets down to us, 
Eggs have gone from $1.50 a dozen to $4 a dozen. And that's what we're seeing now. So just taking that power away, and there's a great quote from Hayek about it. It's one of my, uh, one of the ones on my show that I use in the opening. It talks about taking the power away from government. You'd have, you can't do it directly, you know, with like an assault on them. You have to do it surreptitiously. That's exactly what's happened with Bitcoin. The, the camel's nose is under the tent, just like uh, the, happened with the internet. They couldn't shut the internet down now if they wanted to. So instead, they're trying to control it with CBDCs. So we're heading for, I just think, this epic struggle here for the future of mankind. Are we going to be slaves in this corporate government uh, fascist elitist system? Or are we going to um, free humanity, free the money, free the ideas? We, we've just, the way to do it, though, is to get away from these forms of centralization. And I've been talking about it with, in terms of science, the whole peer review process is broken. Um, the other, the Kevin McKernan, he's got sort of a, a blockchain based approach that he's talked about. Other uh, folks out there have talked about kind of different changing peer re review, making it so that it's not anonymous, so that it's public and you have reputations. And those are the kinds of ideas that I think lead us out of the darkness. Yeah. I'm I'm struggling to see us make that jump though. Yeah. Well it's not gonna be easy. Yeah. I, I have I have some tools for you. Okay. Oh yeah. Axe. Working on them actively. Okay. Um because you know uh in the United States what we have is an Article Two executive government parading under the guise of democracy. Right, the Democrat government is basically the military government, military-industrial complex. True republicanism requires an establishment of a people on the land, um, existing under the creator as, you know, like, in republic. And there are a series of steps that you can take in order to establish, establish yourself and record yourself as settled on the land within your local county. Um, when yeah, there when, are when we were talking about this last time we were speaking, which you know, this, that's my understanding of being a free man on the land. Right? Yeah, and it's and it's also a way to supersede the law mercantile. Um, there is a man by the name of Cal Washington. Um, he has founded the In Power Movement at InPowerMovement.org. I have joined them, uh, and he has moved through a process of a notice of liability on a range of topics, include like 5G and the vaccines, where you're able to, in essence, um, place public officials in their private capacity on the hook for a good amount of dollars. And the thing about the courts is that they're bankers, and the only thing that they speak in is dollars and cents. So with the well, proper you have to break that down for me. <laughs> Judges are bankers, bro. Okay, the only thing that they care about is money. They want to create a bond and collect on your Chesapeake account, which was created uh, and is tied to your birth certificate and is held in trust by the so United you're States just, government. You're just using it in the metaphoric sense or the literal sense no you're literally writing a notice of liability and you're sending it to public officials and you notice notifying them of things that you need done and if they don't do those things then they're going to incur a debt to you 
after a series of liabilities, then you move those into court. And it's, in essence, it's a small claims court. Uh, the person in front of you is a magistrate. And then you can move forward on uh, civil litigation on that side. However, if you have enough people settled on the land, uh, like 25, you can form a private grand jury and you can uh, issue a presentment, uh, which is in essence an indictment. Uh, and then once submitted and ordered in court, uh, would compel district attorneys to sue and move along um, any uh, criminal charges that would then be uh, uh, admitted, you know, or submitted via affidavit. So there are a couple different ways of doing it, but you know, really the foundation is getting settled on the land so that Republic can be truly reestablished. There's another organization called the America First Republic, I'm putting that in chat. And um, what they've notated is uh, that uh, the US Constitution has been surrendered and was surrendered by Trump to the Queen of England when he visited uh, during his term. And the I know. And, and upon, but when he did that, in essence, uh, what he did was nullify the Constitution. So anything uh, just, related what, what to... What was the mechanics of that? Because this is news to me. Yeah. So the Constitution is a contract. It was a contract to pay back uh, the British Empire um, for the Revolutionary War, right? So that's why we have taxes. That's why uh, SWIFT is owned by, you know, and is headquartered in Europe. Like because those are all taxes and funds which are sent back to, you know, the powers that be, central banks. Um, but so the Constitution as a contract being surrendered means that we no longer have an obligation to pay on the contract because it's surrendered, it's done. Debt is paid. They no longer have that right. But it, on the backside, when it comes to, uh, you know, our constitutional form of government, it, it creates a problem because, in essence, it, it, there is no, it, it's basically the constitutional government is now operating in fraud. And the overarching um, uh, organizing documents of the United States reverts back to the Articles of Confederation. Does this make sense to you, Sam? It does. Um, so, you know, when I was in New Hampshire, there were free staters who would try these approaches and the courts would just tend to kind of steamroll over people. I mean, were they making some kind of mistake? I know there's people who have had limited success with it. At the end of the day, though, it's it, it comes down to they've got this enforcer class of the police who will come out and, and follow orders and drag you off at gunpoint if necessary. And, you know, like steamroll you through their process, just like, you know, Trump was with this lawsuit and, and so many other things. All of these tools are weaponized. And I really see, you know, then like as far as the Constitution as an anarchist, I would go back to Lysander Spooner, who points out it's a dead letter. Like everybody that signed it is dead. How does how can I write a contract that would obligate my child and her children and and further prodigy down the line to obey by the contract that I signed? They're not they weren't even ex in in existence when that thing was signed. How did they become obligated? And the like the whole thing is really a fraud. And Spooner was a, a postal carrier who started. Uh, like cherry picking the high value routes and, and was causing the U.S. Postal Service problems. So they 
passed a law to say you couldn't do anything under, you couldn't compete on anything under a dollar. And uh, they started arresting his postal carriers and seizing his mail to put him out of business. And he wrote this uh, four-part treatise on the Constitution and just ripped it to shreds. Um, I, I appreciate every approach out there. I think it needs to be death by a thousand cuts. And that's, you know, political pressure. That's free man on the land pressure. That's uh, pressure, civil disobedience pressure from people like me that are crazy enough to do that. Well, you, know, you, you know what? So part of the discussion I had, and I've been thinking about it a lot all week, um, which is something perhaps, I don't know, maybe you have a different view from in the US is is the increasing militarization of what are supposed to be um constables of the peace right and so that so the yeah. argument is is that we're we're already in this totalitarian public private partnership whatever fascism bolshevism whatever label you want to stick on it um in in light of this aggressive militarization of these enforcers, what do we do in that respect? Because I, I'm concerned my approach, which is non-compliance, is, well, I think it has a fundamental flaw in that, you know, eventually they're going to just come to your door. And right. then what? Well, I, th I think the approach really comes from operating in peace and always offering remedy first, right? So if, if you come in peace and you offer remedy first, it's like you're giving a gift. You're not approaching anyone in an aggressive manner. You say, I have the solution, right? So then the focus becomes on the solution as opposed to any accusation that they're hurling onto you because you're saying, hey, hey here's a solution. And they first have to deal with that. As it relates to the militarization of the police, that's true. Um, and I think where um, many people go wrong is that they declare themselves as a sovereign, as a free man on the land, and they get very full of themselves. The only sovereign in existence is God, right? And the only way for a people to exist, and Sam's right, right? Because we, we didn't sign the cons Constitution, but we can form a bilateral social compact, and a people are recognized. Uh, what is it? A bilateral, a bilateral, oh, yeah. bilateral social compact. B oh, yes, break, break that down for me. What that is? A bilateral social compact is. Uh, it has a preamble. It has a set of articles. It's a set of principles, like a constitution, upon which a people get together and say that we're organizing ourselves under these principles. It's all. It's written by the individuals. Right, and or it, it's signed by individuals who agree to be held by a given compact, right? And uh, Maryland Constitution says that you know people can be formed in compact only, right? So a people are the only sovereign in existence after or and they can ordain government and they do so by signing on to a compact. When that happens, and, and they establish themselves as settled on the land, they are establishing themselves in republic, uh, which is underneath God, right? And after ha having recognition as a people, they can form their own government. They can 
pass their own legislation, have their own votes, right? Now, a lot of people will say, oh, well, that yeah, means don't, that you're don't, creating... Don't you need an a, a objective definition of what, what that means under God, right? And which, which... What if you're Muslim? What if you're Jewish? What if you're Buddhist, etc.? So just my concern about where you're going is it's just that it seems a very quick way to... Um, well, Buddhists are atheists. <laughs> so, um, but as um, as it states within like common law, which is uh, you know kind of like the story diseases, you know, the law of nations, kind of where uh, Western law holds its foundation. It is based on ecclesiastical law, which is Roman canon law, and the God is the God of Abraham, as it's recognized. Yahweh, Yahweh. Yeah, but right. Jews, Jews will say different. No, no, they, they, they say the same. They say it's Adonai. They say they, they won't, they won't say the name. They'll say Hashem. For them, for some reason, they, they have, um, they have brought the name of the Creator to naught, which was actually one of the commandments. And they're breaking it. Mm -hmm. For some reason, they, 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 they. They even within themselves, I guess you can say, um, either don't feel worthy of it um, or find uh, the expression of it to be uh, vanity in a way. But it's the God of Abraham. Um, as it's written in Tanakh in their own book. What, what, as the anarchist, how do, how do you sort of see that as an operational framework? Ah. Uh... I mean, my ultimate solution is self-governance all the way down, or small, limited government all the way down to the individual. And, you know, if you want to go out and kidnap somebody and take them, drag them to a court for justice or remedy, uh, you better have your ducks in a row because you could, you would be an equal to every other person. So if you screw up and you know, you're acting on bad information or something like that, you're going to be held responsible for that. So I, I would say, you know, throw the whole social compact out and allow individuals to contract freely with one another and put them all on a level playing field. And to me, that's the ultimate solution. There is no perfect system. There's injustice happening in today's system. There would be injustices happening in an anarchist system. But I think it's um, holding up the and respecting the rights of the individual, at least in my mind, is the ultimate solution that, that can allow for the most compassionate and just society. And we're seeing very much the inverse of that now. Uh, yes. All right, but but and but those rights are endowed by a creator, right? Well, I those, I those... believe so, but you know what about? Yeah, the the atheist or. Mm. And that that that's where that's where I see the problem here in this sort of. The, um... the only re the only reason that atheists exist is because the concept of God does exist as well. Without the concept of God, atheists would not exist. 
So aren't they just as much atheists as they claim to be, you know, the negation of that? I think you're, I think you're looking at that through your lens. And while I being <laughs> to agree with you, that's what they're going to say. Right. Is you'd find somebody that would say, no, we just, you know, there is no creator. It just is, or yeah, who knows what they'd come up with, but. And, and you know, like everything rights, those are just inventions of we we make all that up. We created these words. We gave them definitions. You know, we're not we're not born with any rights. Those are things that we recognize, generally recognize as a society. Um, and and I don't think there is a right answer or a perfect answer. I, again, I, I this is where I like like Thich Nhat Hanh and kind of the Buddhist philosophy of uh, do your actions create more compassion and love and understanding in the world or the opposite of that. And that's what we strive towards. True, but I mean, even uh, Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, who's the man that the Dalai Lama sent to bring Buddhism to the West, said that the idea of compassion, you know, can reach um, such a state, you know, of nirvana to, to be spiritual materialism in and of itself. That sometimes the most compassionate thing that you can do for someone else is give them a swift kick in the ass. Yeah, yeah. I um, agree. I'm always there. <laughs> Everything you say, Anthony, I've got to sit here and just I can't run it through. It's not science anymore, so I, I, I I'm like I said, I like thinking about it, but you go so fast through things, and so please deconstruct that a little bit more for me. That <laughs> spirituality, in and of itself, essentially becomes self-reinforcing materialism correct that is what you're to avoid that or that's correct it ends up becoming self-referential and nothing more than an elevation of the ego you know that is supposedly supposedly trying to be escaped right if humanity only has itself to reference then any realization is going to be self-referential it's completely the self-help help gurus and how they go wrong. I think that's kind of where where he's referencing. Yeah. So, you know, there's a, there's a concept of enlightenment, of nirvana in Buddhism, right? That we're supposed to meditate in order to achieve this state, you know, and the point of meditation is to get to there. But he says that in the process of meditation, you're formulating a concept of what you think enlightenment is. And when you, when you do that and you have that as the focus of your desire, what you're doing is you're making, you know, the spiritual realm material. And that's why he calls it spiritual materialism. And he says, like, and, and the ideas of compassion can be so elevated to the point where it, it completely, you know, just doesn't make sense anymore. And sometimes, because sometimes the idea of compassion supersedes the reality of the situation. Sometimes the most sort of, if I'm understanding correct, you could sort of make the argument that that's actually kind of what we're seeing now with the it's for the common good type tyranny. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's humanism gone off the rails. Right. right. Okay. Gents, and, and let me throw 
Oh, go ahead, Kevin. Well, I was just going to say, I've got to hit the bathroom again. I was going to pull the ripcord. I got called Charles. Um, the, but please, uh, finish what you let me Let me throw out one more wild card for you to, to sort of gnaw on here okay. for another time. Free energy is another thing that could potentially just throw, turn the entire paradigm on its head, right? Because what happened with the Soviet Union when they collapsed, uh, the ruble became worthless. All of these scientists who were getting paid for their silence with bribe money stopped getting their checks. And there was a time over there where all these secret programs that, you know, they didn't have food or money to feed their family, but they had this pile of secrets that of secret projects or information or whatever that they worked on as part of the government. And now all that suddenly comes onto the black market for sale. Well, no doubt free energy as far you know, in the concept of like the ET crafts that have crashed and so forth, they've been able to reverse engineer that. And the deep state, I think has that technology. I think that's going to potentially come out. And if you think about it, What's the relevance of passports if I can jump in my floating RV and meet you for lunch in Tokyo? Or, uh, you know, if I have a rail gun that accelerates a BB to Mach 3 and, and it's, the, it's a backpack weapon. I don't care if you have a, a hypersonic jet or something or an armored tank. If the first BB doesn't, Mach 3 BB doesn't go through that armor, the next 50 behind it will. So it's sort of free energy is the ultimate equalizer that makes a lot of the controls and checkpoints moot, really. So which it's is why like you that, won't have such a nice thing. Which is why it's such a, a big secret and why they will literally murder people. Murder Inc. will go around and kill people who are letting that secret out. But in the in the collapse of the dollar, I think there stands a good chance of that coming out and that really really could take away government's power as much as getting the power to print and coin money out of their hands as well so i'll leave it there uh yeah my just my concern is just the implosion of us it's gonna be rough no doubt yeah Oof. lots to think about folks um well uh the, the talk with uh Ian uh, went like I expected. Like I say, he uh, he kicked me out because they didn't like the evidence and they didn't want to argue. <laughs> and uh, Doc Keck, you were great in there, son. Uh, Sam, thank yeah. you for joining, uh, jumping on. Um, let me just see if anyone sent. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, you all know what you are. K26Rs. <laughs> All right, no, there's nothing else. All right, uh, I, I have one thing, one thing else, one thing else for you. Sure, sure. All right, on free energy because Sam was mentioning. Uh, wanted to just uh, provide a name, Salvatore Pais, P-A-I-S. He's a physicist, and he released uh, the um, patents on the TR3B Project Aurora propulsion system. Uh, if you're not familiar with him, check him out. Salvatore Pais, P-A-I-S. Oh, okay. some good work. Is, is there uh, some yeah. something I can just lay back and watch about that? Is it YouTube? Uh, there, there are a couple things. Yeah, the physics is odd. He says that the propulsion system works by um, creating uh, microwaves that cause a, a, a void in space-time. 
and yep. it in normal propulsion p pushes, but this is more of like creating a void that then pulls the craft along. I have heard this. Yeah. Think of it think of it like a bowling ball on a bed and you take your hand and push down on the mattress next to it, it's gonna roll the ball towards your hand. That's how that's one of the mechanisms that these crafts operate on. Mm -hmm. Well, Doc, send me send me a, a good link to watch and uh, as I decompress from this stream, um yeah. I'll I'll watch Classics. that. And uh yeah, thank you gentlemen. Um for a very, very interesting stream. And uh, thank you everyone for watching. Right, I'll hang this up, guys, and then uh, I'll speak to you soon. Sam, we should do a, a, a more formal stream, maybe. All right, I'm Yeah, you too. Anthony, take care. Definitely, uh, All right. Okay, they're gone. All right, folks. Uh, sorry, I didn't pay much attention to the chat, but um, and I'm sorry about the tech difficulties at thing, but again, blocked me claiming I was being cowardly, not coming in. And uh, yeah, you saw what happened. And uh, I consider that a win. They got no answer to the science. And with that, take care. God bless. I will see you in the next one. Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do, I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that little line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these papers. I will fucking kill each fucking kappa. I swear. <laughs> this is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they actually saying. Fuck these kappas. No fucking vaccine or MRA or ever throw through my fucking blood blood. Never. I will fucking die. Fucking fighting for my fucking fucking bees and my fucking bullfighters and my fucking lilies. Fuck these motherfuckers. All them five. I like this guy. Subject 45,000. Let up. 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 Let